Yo, welcome to the A Space Podcast. I'm your host, the One Eye Gambler, with my co-host Nimbus the All Powerful. Oh, we're hot. Yo, let me find it. Let me find it. Oh my god. Yeah, it was just on the news. It was just hot. hot take. I saw on. it. And there's still I a manhunt currently going on as well. One dude who just escaped jail has been on like he's like on like a 22, 20, I think it's now 23 day. Oh man. To find this dude. Uh, let me see breaking points. Um, God, I wish I could remember. It was like Mississippi, I think. Newspaper raided by police. Oh, uh, it was like a siege and capture. Yeah, okay, I got it. I got it. So, uh, the there was a local newspaper in Kansas. Oh, that was uh, in Kansas? Yeah. Yo! Um, that was raided. Basically, um, the home that was raided was one of the newspaper's chief editors, I believe. Um, but basically, the police staged a raid. Uh, this is in Marion County, Kansas. A newspaper. They took computers, records, cell phones, personal cell phones, um, personal laptops, anything and everything that, was in, that they could put their hands on, basically. Um, there have been uh, reports that the cops uh, may have roughed up or put hands on some of the reporters and employees at the newspaper and caused injuries. Um, and so basically there is this um, an investigation that the newspaper was running, right? Mm -hmm. To determine if they were going to run this report about corruption. And they were investigating. Uh, and they got a faulty leak about it. Like, they just said it was on their computer, so they seized everything. Yeah, yeah. So, it was a blanket It was a blanket search and seizure, um, which basically means they can come in, basically, whatever is on site, on the listed premises, they can basically take. Um, which was illegal so, at that time. Which is so crazy, because this never should have been allowed. But basically, the council member they were investigating was a realtor who sold the judge, whose name was on the warrant, sold the judge their house, or their son-in-law or something, their house, um, and then was, like, buddy-buddy with the sheriff. Um, and the sheriff department was also under investigation by the paper. And so the auspices is that the sheriffs were more than happy to go along with this vague warrant um, yep. <laughs> in order to seize anything that they, any records that may have been held on file about the corruption in their department, as well as making a friend at city council. Um, and so this is still an ongoing investigation. 
it is a massive breach of First Amendment rights in terms of freedom of press, freedom of speech, Fourth Amendment right to privacy for private businesses. Um, I mean, and private citizens. Like you were saying earlier, they raided the one of the main editors' um, homes, and during the raid, caused uh, their the elderly mother there to essentially have a heart attack and die because she was so terrified. Um, so that's going to have repercussions, I'm sure. Um, which, I mean, and this is crazy, but this is not the first time I've heard of such a thing. I mean, in terms of just, like, police screwing up raids and, and overuses of force. I mean, there have been tons of SWAT raids that have gone bad in the last 10 years where, like, cops get, like, the entire wrong house number somehow. And they go in, they flashbang, they blind children, they injure people in the house. There have been raids that have resulted in innocent people being shot and killed because they, people inside were armed and defending themselves. And so the SWAT officers shot and killed the wrong people. Um, it's, it's crazy. That's why um, they are, like, not hard-pressed to give out warrants when like detectives and police officers ask for them because they know that when the person who tries to enforce the law is going in someone's home and that sees all that violence on a daily basis, they will do whatever they can when they think somebody's in there that could cause somebody else harm or do harm. They don't, they don't give a fuck sometimes. No, they don't. That, oh, for but sure. that, but it's crazy to raid something like that for like essentially like a white collar crime. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's it's but not thing, a it's he, not a trap house. Y'all just pistol whipping people in there. <laughs> what the fuck? And and a, a public and notable place as well. And with that being said, they also um, took the incorrect measures. They went off a tip instead of going in there and getting the court order to subpoena to request that because they had the specific computer and which the information was leaked on. They knew which computer it was. They went in there and they took everything. Yeah, I think they did that specifically because there was they knew that there was also a an investigation into the sheriff's department. Yeah, right. Let's take and all if they the had been specific, then they wouldn't necessarily out. have gotten. Let's find out which computer that damn story is on. All that research on us and. Yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll, we'll get that one computer, and we'll get this computer that got that stuff, and, you know, we'll kill two mm -hmm. birds in one stone. Yep. So hopefully, I hope that those reporters had that shit backed up on Master Files, because um, that's crazy. This is exactly what you have to be careful of when you're investigating corruption and in institutions of power, is when that hammer comes down, if you don't have Master Files and backups and hard copies stashed somewhere... Which is also why they raided the home, right? Like, they raided the home because they know reporters have master files and backups at their personal residence. It's it screams of, like, sheriffs trying to clean house, right? Or trying to safeguard and pull the blue line tight, you know? It just smells, it smells of fucking pigs, is what it does. It smells like fresh bacon in the morning. Mm-hmm. Sausage cakes on a hot griddle. Some maple syrup. From the judicial branch. 
writing fucking bogus warrants. Heck yeah. That's fucking crazy. How'd you hear about it? Who, me? Yeah. Sorry, for oh, the you? listeners. Sorry, for the listeners. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we are joined not... today. We we uh-huh. are. We got, we, got, we got two into the topic. <laughs> yeah, so y'all are going to hear the intro at the beginning. It is Gambler. It is Nimbus, but we also have Astro Man Red, at, better known as Astro, or you can call him Red. True? <laughs> er? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. He's, he's joining us for a while today. Yeah, how'd you hear about this though? Uh, my mom watches the news a lot, so I'll be kicking in on my like lunch breaks and stuff, and like uh, I'll go on there and watch TV with her, and when she be watching CNN, so we was watching the news, and I just saw it, bro, and I was just like, bro, that's wild. I was like, there, there ain't no way police just raided this like journalist's school. It was a little spot too on the corner too, bro. It was nothing like super big or anything like that. Mm-mm. They was everything. You see, like the aftermath, computer flipped over, plugs ripped out, Ethernet cords, RJ forty five ends, and Ethernet cables all over the place. I was like, damn, bro. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Somebody got the little small town Ozarks operation raided by the police and on national <laughs> television. That's crazy. Small town Ozark operation, dude. I'm telling you, there's got to be something going on in that sheriff's department. Yeah, nah, there's there's some shit going down in Marion, Kansas, y'all. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, they they oh, putting man. old people in pine boxes, dude. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, my too, heart goes bro. out to the family, but Jesus, uh, that's yeah, fucked yeah. up. That's funny. I mean, I've seen are. some of the footage of it. Like they were not like They're anybody. They were not playing, bro. Anybody that gave them guff, they just like put their hands on. Shouldered them out of the way, like held them against the walls and shit, out of the cubicles, pulled people out. And this happened a month ago. This has been a month now since it happened. Um, not un- ironically, or not un- not ironically, I should say, uh, the warrant that was issued for the seizure has been withdrawn. So the um, newspaper co-owner. His mother apparently did not have to die that day. The sheriff just wanted to send a message, which was, hey, I guess your loved ones are going to die in a raid if you keep messing with us. Yep. Dang. That is crazy. And what's funny, it's, it's not funny, but what is our, like situationally ironic is that I literally was getting calls all this month to like donate to the policeman's fund and to the sheriff's fund and to this and like maybe it's a the little bit of the anarchist in me, but it's like if I'm sorry if you're donating to support your local police state, like you're you're this is the shit that you're then, funding. Then it's failing like, because this is like, what my tax money should be for. Right? Jesus, your taxes are paying for police to show up and scare your family to death if they don't put you in the hospital with them like this is crazy you're paying you're paying for a force to trample over your fucking rights wait a minute wait a minute okay you know i'm a steel man you right here we're gonna go into it okay okay i'm glad we hit here all right because weren't weren't i'm not saying we i'm 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 not saying mean you i'm saying collective like the collective majority the collective um um majority of 
colored people and allied colored people. Weren't we just saying defund the police? So if we're going to defund the police from getting public funding, don't they need to move into privately raising funds or raising funds through fundraisers? So that that wouldn't be totally out of out of whack. No, it's not it's not out of whack for them to be issuing the fundraiser. I'm saying it's ironic in that you have cases like these popping up and the police are still out here asking for money because they have to. They they from their point of view, they view it as we have to go and ask people for money. We do it every year because we need more money to be able to quote unquote help keep people safe and secure. I'm like, yeah, you're real safe and secure from your weaponized fortress while you raid people, while you flashbang the wrong house and send children to hospitals, while your officers stumble home drunk and shoot people because they try and break into the wrong apartment thinking it's their apartment. Yes, I don't, I don't support like, I'm not paying for that. And secondly, the police aren't protecting anybody, they're a response force. So, on a good day, they might help. They might get there in time to protect somebody. But most days, they're showing up to the aftermath of the situation. So can we talk about that, though? Mm, like how police protect the class? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, wait. So remember we was having a discussion, the other pod, about, uh, about, um, about surveillance. Like living in a surveillance state. How you, you were arguing. It yes. Wasn't okay. So... In order for us to be um, proactive instead of reactionary, I think you're kind of like, I, I get where you're coming from. Like their response force, they, they come in after an issue has occurred to kind of like de-escalate. And you're or, saying that they, they, they don't serve the purpose that they say they do. Like they say they're to protect and serve people, but really they just show up after something's happened to make sure it doesn't get worse. But my thing is, if you're going, like, if you're going to go down that route, then it's like, this is why we have surveillance set up for specific purposes so that we can be proactive instead of being reactionary. Right, but they're not proactive with the surveillance that they have already. They're not. Right. So to bring up, like, there's no, it's useless. Like, the surveillance state doesn't find justification in either side of the police doing good or bad because if they do good it's still in response to something right because the police can't act preventatively by definition they have to enforce a law which requires enforcement requires there to be a break right it requires there to be an attempt at breaking a law in order for law enforcement to come and reinforce the law to make sure it's upheld right so having a surveillance state is not going to help them do that better right they're still showing up late they're still not finding the bad guys and pulling them off the streets on the way to commit the crimes the bad people are still out there committing the crimes and the victims are still having a wait for months on end, for years, to see justice. When it would be simpler just to be a well-armed citizen, be intelligent, be educated, and be independent, and take care of yourself. And then you won't 
Yeah, and then if somebody rolls up on you and tries to accost you, you can handle it in whatever way you see fit to defend your own life and to defend what's yours. But funding the police when you have crap like this, okay, like how many times are we going to listen to the few bad apples argument? Yeah, I definitely feel you. So, after you were were saying, let's talk about how the police are protected class expound. What, What do you mean by that? I would just say how we're funding them to provide us better protection, to provide us us better at ease and to handle situations more promptly. And then, yeah, the bad apple situation for us to figure out those bad apples and accommodate that situation and create a better environment for us. And so, like, but more times than not, when police, like, gave me the situation of, like, police, like, coming home drunk from work and then, like, going into the wrong apartment and then, like, shooting, like, that's happened. More often than you would think it happens, and it's kind of wild, actually, that this happens. I get that being a police officer is a stressful job. I'm not underestimating it by far whatsoever. But a lot of those, a lot of times, police get off like off the hook. Oh, they just get demoted, or they just get put on paid leave, or something like that. Like they're very protected. If anybody else, any other civilian, any other minority were to do something like that, they would be like. In jail for manslaughter, bro. Easy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was. That's yeah. I, that's. I feel like protecting. Uh, protecting. You know. That. That idea of the police, but it's not protecting them in a positive way. It's letting the public know. It's letting the people who need to be protected know that, like, no matter what y'all do, we're gonna protect them because they're supposed to protect you. But it's like, no, no matter what you guys do or what we do, we're going to be the protected ones and you're still going to be the ones that end up suffering the consequences. We're going to have dead relatives. We're going to be incarcerated. We're going to be handled while they're just going to be slapped on the wrist pretty much. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right. So I, I definitely feel you. And just know, Astro, whenever I, I come at you, or I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know about Gambler, but whenever what? I come at you, um, <laughs> I may agree with you, but I'm just trying to offer the counter argument to what you're saying just to, like, drive the conversation. That was right? right, there you go. Exactly. So, I definitely feel you, but police officer's job is one of the most difficult I, let me say this for everything i disagree with about police officers their their job is like one of the most like they are so underappreciated for what they do it's not even funny that they're, they're underappreciated and underpaid most of the time and that is let me just go by stating no excuse for the behavior of people who are in that profession who do the wrong thing first of all but I feel like, you know, from what you're saying is, uh, it's like, for instance, in real estate, oh, okay, so let's say a crime, right? If me and you go out and we commit a B&E, like the severity of our crime will be related to the, the, um, amount of damage done and the amount of stolen property from, from, from the property, right? So I'm still I mean, yeah, that can be argued here most definitely. So 
And then I just think about, okay, and this question, you know, popped up in my mind, like when I was in real estate school, it's like as a real estate agent, you can make a mistake that could cost a client $2,000 here, maybe $5,000 there. Not all of these infractions cause you to lose your license. Sometimes you may get disciplinary action, but you don't lose the privilege to do your job, right? Um, okay. Um, so I say that to say, like, um, just to present this to the floor, like, I mean, we put, you know, we put police officers and this goes also for armed services too. We put these people through, through the vetting process. We put them through training. It can, I don't gambler already know where you're going. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about if they go through enough training. That's not what I'm talking about. All right. What I'm talking about yeah. is we definitely put these people through training to be able to handle these situations. So if they go wrong, there should be a process, which internal affairs is kind of around here for, um, and the okay. judicial system is kind of here for it to kind of like to con there should be a process to see, did they do this on purpose? Did they do this? Cause they weren't trained. Did they do this? Cause of stress from the job? Like, these people have to go out here and see dead bodies all day. Who? When does that not come with a certain level of being fucked no. up afterwards? You understand what I'm saying? Like, no, okay. what's to be what what's to be what's to be said for that? But it, I'm so wait, wait, I'm, hold, give me one second to get this in because I've, I've, I've been waiting for this one to to talk back to this. I don't think it's the amount of training that they're doing or what they're training these people. I think it's how they're positioning and who they're putting into certain situations. It's like. It's at this point they're setting themselves up for failure. Why are you going to take a suburban Mike and then put him in ghettos? He doesn't understand anything about the hood or how it works. He didn't grow up there. He doesn't know the community. Vice versa, if you take Darnell out of the hood and put him in a suburban territory, he's going to feel like, you know, he ain't got to do nothing because everything is cool. There ain't no criminal activity over here. But really, there's hella kids doing drugs and stuff. He doesn't understand the environment. You got to put people from their environments in their environments. Like, Kids growing up go to gangs and become drug dealers, not only to put food on the table and to be uh, have an affordable lifestyle, but to get that sense of power and leadership and ultimately gain an effective role within their community. It may not be positive, but it's an effective role. We don't empower any of the youth to become police officers because there's negative connotations behind it, and it's pretty much a grueling job. So I don't think it's like, the fact that police are bad is that they're putting the wrong people in the wrong areas, policing the wrong people. No, I definitely feel you. And, you know, this is where life is so complicated. Because um, I, I, I feel you. I've definitely met a suburban Mike. I mean, not specifically a police officer, but, you know, in other professions, you meet somebody, they live in the suburbs, they live a cushy lifestyle. And these are these situations in life where you take a step back and you look at it like, damn, is my whole perception of reality messed up? Because I've definitely met a, you know, suburban Mike and mm -hmm. sat down and, you know, had little small social situations with this person throughout the course of a specific point in time. And then when a specific situation happens, you see... It's a switch turn and you see a whole different mic that you never seen before 
And then when that uh-huh. situation happens, it opens the door for you to see, for them to tell them your story and them to say, I haven't always been this suburban person. I actually don't talk to my family. I I left everyone behind because I came from this trailer park and this person is doing drugs in my family and this person is selling meth and whatever. And I've totally recreated myself and done all this. And this is the reason why, you know, so, so I say that to say like, you know, a lot of times I've heard this argument too, that you're saying is like, you know, they're putting this person in here that has this, you know, certain, you know, like way of being. And, um, you know, it, it may, uh, you know, prevent them from relating to the area that they're actually policing. Like the person that they are, the lifestyle they live or currently live prevents them from being able to relate. But sometimes the cover of the book you're seeing isn't necessarily the one that's in the story when you open up the book and turn the pages. You know what I'm saying? So I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And that's why they have vetting a vetting process to like they there there's they, if they they do psychological exams for all the police officers um, mm-hmm. upon letting them go out into the field. Like, they all get psyched out. It's no issue going ahead and vetting these officers on these certain circumstances to see where you're from or see what you understand. Because you can play these officers by their strengths and what yeah. they're used to. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be that, like, oh, I've met a bunch of dudes that, you know, I, I met a, like, a bunch of dudes who, you know, can talk the talk. They can talk like like me and my my job specifically. When I'm on the phones and I'm taking I'm doing my customer service thing, you would never know that I was African American. I don't even sound African American on the phone, bro. But like it doesn't mean that I didn't come from from where I came from. It means I'm fitting into my environment the way that my environment allows me. And with police officers, it can be that same exact way, but it's a vetting process. We gotta understand if it takes a lawyer this many years to learn the law. And we're putting the law into the hands of people that, you know, don't know it too particularly. It's not about, like, just the law. It's about human, like, safety at that most part. Like, that's ultimately why police are policing. is to make sure that we out here all being protected and all being secure and safe with the stuff that we do. And to handle situations. Uh, that, but again, all, that all sounds well and good in nature and on paper, but it's not the reality. Oh, the no. Reali- the reality is the pass rate or the, the pass grade for officers has been lowered across the country, right? Which means you have officers every year who are passing with less and less precise knowledge who are given short, gypped training and then being given weapons and told they have the authority to defend themselves with deadly force and then are in that training are told to are taught to remove the humanity to only focus on the situation to take control which usually involves escalatory measures involving violence and physical altercation to overcome somebody else in order to maintain control or to take control swiftly and decisively to quote unquote lessen the chance of somebody getting hurt that's not a recipe for success. That's not like pay who for what. We're supposed to pay taxes to fund them 
just to mess up more people who shouldn't have guns, who who don't have the training that they should. Right? You want to talk about it takes three years for a lawyer to become a lawyer. We have officers out in the street in like six months in some cities. Yeah. So that's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same at all. And then we're arming them with a deadly weapon and giving them judgment. They're literally allowed to be judge and jury on the street and executioner if the day calls for that, if they deem it necessary. And then, yeah, there's an investigation afterwards if there's a shooting involved. But guess who it's done by? It's done by the people, by the same institution that investi- that trained them up, who put their name out there on the line for this person and said, this person is supposed to be able to do this job, and we've certified them to do that, and now they've done something very serious, and we're going to investigate that. Come on. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know... We can't, freaking... we can't look at this with rose-colored glasses. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, like a quick Monsanto Google search is given the government reports about the effects of GMO products on human, <laughs> the human physical and mental condition when right. they produce the drug that does everything yeah, to the crazy. food and does everything to people. It's the same thing. Yeah, you know, right. I, totally I mean, a quick Google and I found seven cases of officers off duty. Drunk, busting into other people's apartments, and either resulting in shootings, incidents, arrests, and, you know, officer shoots somebody, and they are suspended, or they are detained, or they are put on leave while the investigation's ongoing. You accidentally shoot somebody breaking into your home, you go, you get arrested, and you go get processed, and you get put all the way through the system until they determine whether or not it was or wasn't an accident. You don't get sent yeah. home unless you can pay unless you can post bail. Officer and, in Dallas, or excuse me, Wilmington police officer breaks into a house. All he gets charged with is criminal mischief and trespassing at 4:30 a.m. when he breaks into somebody's place drunk. You break into somebody's place drunk at 4:30 a.m. and see what they throw at you. Come the fuck on. Yeah. Bro, also, also with that, you can't say that's not privilege either, dude. Like, that's my exact point. Is like this is ridiculous to sit to rig. sit here and say we're supposed to have faith in these in these in this body of the populace that has been quote unquote trained, that has been codified and allowed this level of authority. Like this is crazy. And then you have again at a higher, more institutionalized level, you have them raiding newspapers. And scaring elderly to death that don't need to be. You have SWAT officers flashbanging children and permanently disfiguring them. Like this is like. Do y'all do y'all want to take this conversation to a different level, like to a different level? Okay, y'all not saying yes or no, so I'm gonna take it to a different. Okay, level. go 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 go. <laughs> all right. I all feel right. like I'm just gonna take this in circles here because the only answer no. is that we don't need the police. We all just well, need to be better I'm... armed citizens. I'm not saying that I want to open up because, you know, y'all making some good points here and I wholeheartedly agree with you. But the thing is, the only thing in my mind is like, yes, would that person normally be doing that if they didn't have that profession? And I say this because this opens up a greater conversation about 
someone's personal experience or someone's psychological health while you know they're going through life right mm-hmm. so there's um there's this great part of the autobiography of Malcolm X where he's talking about during that period of time how the nation of Islam contributes to actually actually helping the black man get up out of the position he's in like his criticism and if you know if you studied the criticism between Malcolm X and Dr. Martin Luther King it's not just a Martin Luther King versus Malcolm X argument that's not what was going on there what was going on there was a difference between the, the a narrative between like one way of going about actual systemic change and then another way which may or may not work and and I'm definitely talking here from the position of Malcolm X it's, it's like are you going to go with something that actually st- systematically addresses the issue at the heart of what's going on or are we just going to you know patch holes in a ship like we're paying sea of thieves here um so I say that to say he he talks about how in it starts in prison when when they approach black men in prison how they get them involved in the faith and mm-hmm. they uh, or you know if the black man doesn't make it to prison they they bring them into a specific area and it's important that you understand this right this is Malcolm X's whole position about segregation when the argument during the time in the Malcolm X in the Martin Luther King camp was like we need you know equality we need integration Malcolm X's whole point was that segregation is the answer like I'm we're not asking for us to be in the same place what we're asking for is we're asking for equal treatment under the law like like we're asking we're not harassed we're not treated some type of way for doing a certain thing as opposed to this person over here right so he Uh talks about how we take them to this specific place we clean them up we get them off the drugs we give them purpose we give them actually something to live for you know what i'm saying and and we have these people focus on like the betterment of themselves right so i mm-hmm. say that to say and i'm not going to go full on into it we're not going to talk about the whole process of you know getting in the nation of islam and how they reform right people but i say that to say i think this is probably what we need to do in this situation and i say be- that because there's a greater issue going on here like i said these people they see they see horrific things and they probably deal with situations they're not prepared for kind of like a black man black people coming over here to america on ships being forced to do something then we come here for generations we're beat down you need remediation you need to be segregated to a certain place you need to figure out what your purpose is again you need to figure out what your history is and what your people live for and then after that process 
true change needs to happen. I, I like I feel you on that, but we also like we don't have the same like we have the same narrative that Malcolm X had with you know people joining the nation of Islam with uh military people like we know they go off to war and they come back fucked up and the conversation is we need to actually work for like at the root of the problem like get their mental health straight get them something to live for and something to work towards get them off of the drugs for the pain meds or whatever that they had to take when they had the injury like okay so i'm saying like we don't have that same narrative for police officers because we don't think that what they go through on a daily basis, like constantly figuring, like wondering if their lives are in danger when they show up on every call, like we don't have that same narrative. So I feel you, and you're talking to somebody, right? Like I've had bad experiences with the police. I spent a lot of my time saying fuck the police. I feel you. I I totally get you on that Astro Gambler. I totally get you. But also, their job is fucked up, though. They they got to see a lot of fucked up shit. And we kind of have to, like, you you can be angry in that situation, right? When they bust up in your house drunk and shoot you on accident because they actually think something's happening. But I, I guarantee you, if you sit a week in these person's shoes, listen to their story, you'll be like, damn, that's why you're fucked up. Like, I have no doubt. Uh, I have no doubt in their humanity. My point is, they are human. They should not be given this authority. It should be left up to each and every one of us to maintain that authority over ourselves. Yeah, nah, bro. I'm sorry. If you give like, people the authority, and that's what we were talking about the other day, like, that this study is what that we're they do. This is what you sociology. just said, right? Well, no, no, like, no. This, no. Hang on. Like this is this is literally what you mm-hmm. just said, right? Is like we send these soldiers off to war with years of training. And they come back, and they still have demons that they have to fight with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we think that somehow, because we're lowering the bar, because they're people are going to war every day in the streets behind a badge and a in a in a different uniform, that that's somehow easier or better, or that we don't have that same perspective as we for them as we do for soldiers because soldiers are trained to go for war and that's their expectation and they know that whereas police are not trained to go for to war so to speak they're trained to quote unquote help citizens no 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 i get that police officers are definitely trained for war they're definitely trained with the attitude that every time you go out there could be your last just like right so then how so then if we're then why but, are we not talking? Then why, then why is the point not making them more and better than if we're not going to take away this issue? Right? If we're not going to get rid of the police. I understand that. Uh-huh. I know that. But like, if you're See, not going to do that, they need the training it. then. They need the equivalent because they don't. They don't have it. It has to be something in the training because I know, I know they share different responsibilities, but vice versa, you could say that firefighters deal with some traumatic shit Absolutely. all the time. And Absolutely. we don't hear hardly the amount of stories from firefighters than we do to the police when it comes to tragic events. Firefighters see dead bodies, burned bodies, homicides, all kinds of stuff. They see the aftermath. Just as, as whenever you see a police officer, you most likely see a fire truck department or an ambulance somewhere in that line of fire. But and it's 
and it's again goes back to the violence and the training that they receive and that they're taught to go in and control a situation. I literally like I sent you the video earlier today, Red, of my this man, dude. My man who stumped me with that planted. one. You don't see my firefighters dude. that do that and they see some horrific stuff. It's because they're not violent that. towards the citizens. Yeah. yeah and firefighters yeah. they're not trained for that. They're not they, they go into a into a live situation knowing there could be some crazy people involved. Maybe it's an arson, there could be an armed and dangerous person, okay, but they're not expected to go into that and engage that person and we're not we're not saying right. here's a gun you may have to go kill somebody that you knew from your church growing up we're not telling firefighters that we are telling officers that and we're sitting here saying oh they don't have that big of they sh they should have a, a heavier responsibility or they shouldn't have as heavy a, a responsibility because they don't have the same training as the police or extensive as extensive training as military professionals do. But then they're literally being sent to go perform those same exercises, right? They're being sent to life or death situations multiple times a day. So it's like either they're human and we have to restrict their burden and remove it from them because we're not giving them the training to deal with it properly and the resources to handle it properly. Or we have to give them those resources and we as a society accept the fact that, hey, we're putting a certain volunteer, again, a voluntary number of people on the line psychologically and physically and under training them, under preparing them to literally take lives. You think it's because uh, I don't you think I don't it's think of, you think it's because of expectation like like a firefighter think, knows that he's facing a situation he may not be able to control, no, I think, but police officers I don't think it's face expectation. a situation that no, I think it's the training. Here's I my ideology, ideology of that situation. Firefighters go into the situation knowing that on their on their mental, they're going into the situation knowing that regardless of what they're face front, their objective is to save and prevent. Mm. Officers go into the situation knowing that they have to protect themselves and try to neutralize the situation from getting any worse than the situation already is. And so if they're somebody got to get shot, then fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Like, they, and they, that's they don't crazy. Have that innate thought that firefighters have is like, hey, we can defuse. What I like to say, and sorry for bringing anime into it, but firefighters have that talk it. no juice, bro. Like they they had that talk no juice that Naruto be using. They'll have a conversation with the person. Hey, bro, it ain't even got to be like that. You see, we out here in these heavy ass suits. It's hot as hell. You hot as hell. We don't want anything to go off more than that. Just go ahead and give it up. You know, we got the situation. Police officers is like, hey, put your hands up. You say no two times. You shot six. Like <laughs> that's the, that's the point yeah. basis of it. Like it's firefighters well, are not armed as well. Firefighters have to go into every situation. As damn, dare I say, just as dangerous as police officers? I'm not gonna say as dangerous because police officers get put into those like crazy situations with like bank robbers and like armed robberies. No, and stuff certainly, like that. I would say certainly but firefighters deal with that and first responders constantly dealing with armed, and they still gotta go in there. Yeah, they guys save lives. If they're trying to like get high and drunk people out of places that are on fire or abandoned warehouses where fires start, that happens a lot. I've heard those stories in those reports. They catch needles in the arms of somebody that carrying out who's woke up while they were being lifted out of a fire. 
and they freak out and they stab the dude with the freaking needle that still had heroin in it or fentanyl or what have you. Like, God. what? Yeah. What? They, they deal with some, they do. I, I no, feel like it's, it's a different type of trauma that firefighters deal with. Yes. But I feel like the mental support system that firefighters have, and also, again, it's way better. I think that firefighters got a break from that the police that just don't have. In the public eye, mm-hmm. firefighters are supported. They're supported class by the citizens. Right. By the citizens. The, the police officers are uh, a protected class by the government. And that's why yeah. I believe it's a different mindset and what you're going into, the police are going in there under the government's expectation. The firefighters are going in under the people's expectation. And it and both of those mindsets, I feel like both of those mindsets will fuck you up. But it's like, hey, I know that I'm doing this to protect my family, to protect the other family. Police officers are doing it because it's like somebody got to do it. It's a job. It pays decently. A lot of people go in there for because let's 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 be real. Not every police officer is out on the on the job is the police officer that we imagine that we see on TV. I'm here to protect the law and do all this and swear in. I'm this greatest guy. It's like some of these people like I've seen is just like a backup plan. Like, hey, I didn't plan to be an officer. I just didn't cut it out as like a marine biologist. So you know, I had the body for it. So I wanted to go ahead and take the class. Like, bro, like it, it happened. He's like, I couldn't wrestle sharks for a living, so instead I'll just wrestle people to the ground. Exactly. It just it just happens, bro. I, I was a collegiate athlete. No. I busted my ACL. I'm okay now. I physically can do stuff, but I'll never be a competitive sports person again. So, like, I'm going to just do something that I know kind of noble, kind of, like, prevailing. They don't really know what, why they're into it. They don't have that ambition. I think, I think the reason why people do it, every firefighter or person I've seen, Wanting to be a firefighter has had ambition to become that role. And when they got into mm-hmm. that role, had ambition to succeed in their role. A police officer is just the, fl- it's, it's the flip over. It's the turnover. It's like, hey, hey, either I want it or shit, I ain't got nothing better to do. Like, shit, well, it's a job that's it's also, you kind of do, do find a lot of police officers, though, that if they actually want to do it, like eight times out of ten, they want to do it because they were in a situation where they needed somebody to rescue them, or they wanted to rescue somebody and they never could, or they never got the help. Exactly, like that, yeah. those are the people that should have on there. There's people that there's a lot of like uh youth that's been in traumatic situations with the police that go out there and be police off. It's 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 the same syndrome of like if you grow up without a father and you have a kid. You either raising that kid to be the best father that you could possibly be, or you're raising that kid just like you got raised and you're dipping out. It's one or the other. It's just like with police officers. Mm-hmm. You're going into the situation, it's one or the other. You're either going to be a good cop going into it, or you're going to stay a good cop, or you always have bad intentions of why you were doing it, or you didn't have a clear intention on why you were doing that specific job, and you're going to go down that path. And nobody really isolates that factor. They say, oh, they take psychology tests and stuff like that. But, like, are you asking these people the reason why they're doing the job? The reason why they're saying the oath? What this oath means to the people? Like, I get it. The next person, you know, you go get drunk and some stuff like that and hang out. But why the hell are you on a squat car coming home drunk? Yeah, that's insane. Like, why are you even mm-hmm. drinking in a government vehicle? I like, mean, at yeah. that point, like, that, well, why are you why are you shit faced drunk to begin with? 
Like, it's it's uh, like me. My in my Discord, like if I, I go hold out, my moderator, mm, like, I hold my moderators like, responsible. I hold their expectations above any other member in there because they are moderators. They are enforcing the rules that are there. So not only do they have to follow the rules, they have to be leaders and examples of those rules. So if my moderator mm -hmm. comes in drunk and is showing the ass, then I have to go ahead and handle that because that's not acceptable because you're supposed to be up upholding these rules, showing people how to follow these rules in a safe environment to where they can still have fun, but still be within the means of those boundaries that have been set up in place. So if you have a police officer, we're not allowed to go ahead and walk around drunk. This nigga can't walk straight. Or I'm sorry, sorry, apologize. This dude can't walk straight. You know, he can't walk straight. And um, I'm expected to walk straight. He gets off. I'm thrown in jail for 48 hours. How is that fair? Is because he wears a badge? Because he that's gave literally why. Yes, because because he because you, because you said it. They're they are protected by themselves, exactly. and they are the executioners of the law. And in my opinion, I think that police officers should have a harsher punishment because they're expected not only to uphold the law but to obey the law just as we are. Right, and instead they're not. And when they disobey it, they're cut loose. They're, like, they're, they're, they're giving a helping hand, which is not showing any of us that's the civilians that's like, oh, well, then is the law really a law if it has so many clauses and exceptions and things like that? I know you can't, but every, every law is not going to be picked perfect and every circumstance is not going to be the same circumstance. But that's why we have judge and the juries to do things. But when you're allowing a person to go into that position of power, like uh, Gambler said, to be judge, jury, and executioner, bro, that's too much damn power in one person's hand with not enough training or not enough insight to who that person is. It's just too much responsibility. It, overall, being a police officer is too much responsibility for any person to really handle. I agree. I also think that I agree with you when you said that, when Gabriel said that we should put it all uh, in our own hands. I don't trust people, bro. That's too reckless. That's too reckless to give civilians power up to the contradict over they so we argue with Karen we already the have you that know how many, you know how many Karen's we already have there? the second amendment right to yeah. keep and bear arms to protect ourselves from tyranny both true but you know the reason on why a small scale and a large scale that enforces it and we get trashed for uh we get trashed for calling that rule out so we say that rule it's like sure sometimes in court you win a lot of the times you don't still yep because we get hit with that. Even though it's an amendment, even though it's a right that we have, and it's the second one of anything, like, come on, bro. And then we still get shot, but not shot for it, but we still get, like, hit critically for that? Like, come on, man. Like, we can't really do nothing about it. Yeah, and that's a problem I mean, with yeah, that's, the legalese. That's... that's a problem with the lawyers and the judicial mm -hmm. system. That's the problem with the way lawyers argue self-defense cases. It's part of the nature of that dichotomy. It's like you're going to have a prosecution and a defense. And their job is to get two different results. And everybody wants to win, but there can only be one winner and one loser. And you're either going to be a defendant or you're not in those situations. There's no way around that, that reality of the law when the law is written the way it is. It doesn't matter if it is an open and shut 
self-defense case if the DA doesn't believe it so and they're given a, a case investigated by the police and the police say this is what it looks like this is what we think they're good for the DA has the option then to take that case look it over and if they think it sticks they have a quote responsibility to prosecute it to the best of their ability and if they don't think it will survive scrutiny then it's within their jurisdiction to toss it out but if they prosecute it, they will go in there and they will do everything they possibly can to villainize you and make you the person who used the f deadly force to defend themselves sound like a crazy person and sound like somebody who needs to be locked up. That's the ugly reality of the law. I mean, ultimately, bro, I'm just saying we all need to go back outside. We all need to get back in our community and get to know one another again because honestly i think what i was trying to say is that uh i mean because you know you can practice law and you can represent yourself in a courtroom you can police your own community you have the second amendment right but i think to be able to like circumvent this issue happening is to like actually hold these people accountable and like change it within our communities but you know the way technology is going i don't know if we'll be able to do that you know, again. So now we have to have conversation about conversations that. about what our world's gonna look like moving forward. Like, oh, you know man. what I'm saying? How how mm -hmm. we're gonna address this situation? You know. And then mm -hmm. the thing is, I feel like with as as problematic as everything that is going on right now, there is no way for us to physically, mentally prepare for a situation as to fixing this system with everything else that is distracting us from handling specific root cause issues. That's Anarchy. That part. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you on that. Yep. Weapons. So, weapons of mass distraction, bro. You know Weapons saying? of mass distraction. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's yeah, what man. it is, yo. It's like, because we, we have... You're not wrong. Because if you think about it, most Americans, like as racist as th uh, this country can get, most Americans, we all do agree on the same basic concepts and general philosophies yeah. for like for a lot of things. But because they're like splitting things due to race, splitting things due to sex and gender, splitting things uh, for political parties, we're so divided in so many different ways that we can't move forward to work on a root issue or a root cause, which is what they don't want us to do. They don't want us to look at it and be like, yo, we actually doing something about how our country is actually ran. Like I, I, I live. I come from old school backgrounds. Like my parents and stuff that came down. My grandparents love thy neighbor type shit. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you need a cup of sugar, you could be a murderer. You need a cup of sugar. Here's a cup of sugar. You go back do your business. As long as we still cool, we still cut our grass on Saturdays together. We still cool, homie. You get locked up. I'm gonna act like I didn't see it. But like people are like quick to yeah. snitch out everybody these days. You know, nobody's secret. There's no sense of community. There's no sense of trust within communities there's no community upbringing you know like people do like little things and stuff like that like boys and girls clubs and like ymcas used to be like super big things that people grew up under uh to like you know motivate and uplift the community like why are there not no like they have like the little cadet programs but they're not promoted they put that shit in the library what kid is going to the library bro today yeah, you good point. Little... They're all stuck on their phones and their tablets. Yeah, they'd be like, they'd be like, we do have community outreach programs and things like that. They're in the libraries and uh, and the YMCA's and 
all the boys and girls clubs. But whose parents is really taking in this new generation and age? Every kid got an iPad in front of them. Why are you yeah. not advertising this as an ad on apps, boys and girls clubs and stuff like that? Why aren't you funneling political ads to helping kids out and learning their options? And funneling it to that, like we get Twitch ads all the time about freaking. Well, there's yeah. he- there, there's heavy restrictions around advertising politics and things like that to kids, but obviously the boys and girls club, I don't think would be a politic. But is, but is giving children an option, like saying, like, hey, like they will tell people to freaking. What about education connection? Is tell people to get off their ass and go to college. <laughs> it's true. Hey, you, yeah, you, the one that's sitting on the couch. You got something to do with your life? Get up and call one eight hundred education and go ahead. Yeah, and you sound just like the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stop! It's crazy. Hey, you, yeah, you, get up off the couch, man. No, man. I used to be just like you, sitting on the couch all day, not doing nothing, not thinking I could do anything with my life. And you know what happened? I called the number on the screen. Yeah, that number right below me. I called it and they was able to help me out and look at what I did. I changed my life. That's how it went, bro. They was telling people they was trying to get. They used to have all types of bops and stuff, songs and stuff, like but getting people or learning different languages. What happened to um Rosetta Stone and shit? We used to have Rosetta Stone and Duolingo on commercials and shit to like better people's skills and practices. We got dumb shit on the TV now telling us like, oh, the iPhone 15, like. What? Nobody cares about getting these fucking Transformer Decepticon phones no more, bro. They come out every year at the same time. Every year, a new iPhone come out, bro. Tell me I'm lying. No, you're not. They got another one coming out this year. Yeah. Man, that shit looks just like the iPhone. (laughs) The last one, the only thing they put in front of the name was Titanium. It was iPhone 14 Pro. iPhone Titanium 15. Bro, they just literally put a word in that shit, bro. Then, oh my god, I'm not again. I'm I, I digress, but all I'm saying is like, we're not funneling the education process to it. We were giving all the op- uh, what, what's it like the UNICEF or whatever they was offering like uh, who are the people that go out and like build homes in Africa and shit? And they was offer kids like scholarships and stuff to go build homes and houses around the country oh, or in different oh, places like foreign exchange habitat for a minute. No, isn't that work corps? Yeah. Work corps, yes. Work yes, corps, yeah. Peace yes. corps, work corps. Yes. Or, um, you have peace corps. And, um. Or, which, or the fact the that, um, we've had a countrywide shift where it was like 15 years ago, trades were going out of the business and education was needed because people weren't educated enough to do the jobs that we needed. Now we have too many overeducated motherfuckers and not enough people not enough trades. doing trades and yeah. trades have come back and people don't know that trades has made a comeback. How many freaking air conditioning videos and refrigerator repair videos do you see out there nowadays? I see a bunch, bro. Oh, so many. All the time. For these I'm trades. certified in that shit and I still, have to, I still be watching those videos for like the latest upgrades and shit because... They don't upgrade the certification and trainings, but like once every like three to five years or some shit like that. So it's like if a new it's, system comes out on the market and it's proprietary and it scores a bunch of contracts, the only way to really learn it is either hands on on the job or if somebody from the company people, puts up a video about it. They don't. Want, they don't want us to learn trades to better better ourselves or better our community. No, because, because then our, you would our, be middle class and then you wouldn't be oppressed and then you wouldn't be able to be divided. 
Exactly. You, uh, you exactly. think there's a such thing as a middle class? <laughs> used to be. It's it <laughs> only makes up about ten percent of the population now. Yeah, the divide is so there's wild. Like now. the top ten percent, the middle ten percent, and then like the bottom eighty. <laughs> That's what it feels like for sure. It's. I mean, it's true. But like when I say middle class, I don't mean like eighty thousand dollar. Budget. I say middle class is like people. I say middle like class is like one twenty to two fifty. If you're making less than two fifty, you're still middle class. And if you're making above a hundred twenty, you're probably middle class and well. And you're not super well off. Your house probably has a lot of projects that need to be done that you can't afford to fucking do right now and shit. But you might have had a home for. You know, 10, 15 years, you may have had a family already. You may be well established in your career already. But if you're but, not, but how long it nah, takes bro. There, bro. If you're making 80 and below, you're not middle class. If you're making 100 and below, you're not middle class. Yeah, bro. Like, Rob said on the poverty line, bro. I'm not even, I think I'm barely making like 50K a year, bro. And that's, that's just, that's just squash buckling, bro. That's not really doing anything. Shit. I buy if I if I I I feel bougie buying three gallons of milk, bro. That's a problem. That's, that's a, a problem. Fact. <laughs> that's crazy. Buying three gallons a, of milk. Oh. Bro, bro, that's that's a problem. Or or the fact that you buy fresh fruits and they expire and not in a week, not in a week and a half. Oh they expire goodness. three to four days, Yo, bro. We were just talking about that. Yeah, three three. Three, two, two, bro, maybe three, three days, bro. Yeah, you man. see your bananas, That's bro. You crazy. see your, ma- bro. I started calling my bananas Michael Jackson because you could literally see them race change overnight. <laughs> like, like, bro, come on, like uh, this, this, these, these do doobie jokes, bro. Oh but at the end, and behind it's every true. Real, nope, yeah, it's right. true. It's, it's some truth. It's, it's you. true. <laughs> And and that's that's what I'm saying. They're, they're setting up us up for failure to like not do anything to like take our lives. They're putting this processed food or um, the the non GMOs. We just started talking about the freaking uh fact that they're putting cloned meat out there. Cloned like like bro, cloned meat. If we got cloned meat, we probably got cloned humans out here. I ain't gonna get into the whole conspiracy Yo, theory. This shit, man is but- amazing at the transition. Oh my god. Hey, hey, get this man. Yo. Hey, get this man all the passwords to all the accounts. He's on the pod, yeah. He's he's here. And I was like, yo. <laughs> that was amazing segue. I I love it, bro. I love it. Oh my god. Cultivated meat, also known as lab grown meat, has been cleared for sale in the United States. This is the first line of a CNN article, yo. This shit is scary. Scary. Yeah, scary. I, That's- I got- I've That's also cool. got it in the Guardian as well from two months ago. Yeah, and when I told Gamble that was recent, bro, that is so recent, bro. bro that shit that rocked my world, bro. Recent. I was like, we got fake-ass meat on. out here now, boys and girls. That shit is on Now you're going to have to be buying that organic shit. You have to buy. Like, bro, how crazy is that? Yo, let me go. Bro, we're going to wake quick. up in 10 years, and real meat is only going to be served to the fucking top 10%, bro. Hey, to all Go my back. listeners, we're gonna be living in Bill Gates's Farmville, and that motherfucker's gonna be feeding you fucking tofu and bugs, and you're not gonna own shit, and you're gonna be happy. To Bro, all my listeners and, and out there who know me personally, I'm about to be skinny. 
Cause I ain't eating none of this shit. I ain't eating none of this. That's what I'm saying. We're calling that shit crazy, but that's gonna be our normal in two to three years where we go up to the deli and you'd be like, yeah, bro, uh, let me get some ham. And that motherfucker's gonna be like, yeah, son, you want want the lab grown? You want the farm grown? Bro, they're already starting it with these articles, dude. Look, here's another article. I tried lab grown meat made. from animals without killing them. Is this the future of ethical eating? Can we shut the fuck up, please? Can somebody go choke on a fucking dick? What the fuck is that shit? Choke on a dick, This is crazy. This is crazy. Hold on. So if we stop eating eating the cows, right? Because it's ethical. What happens when there's too many cows? Bro, there is a reason Mm. that the food chain exists. Thank you. There's a reason why there is natural Mother Nature sorted that shit out already. Mother Nature did it itself. Our our planet self-heals. We're all individual humans with antibodies and microorganisms and stuff that help us like digest and keep our bodies regulated. The Earth is the same way. It knows what it needs. It wouldn't set up predators to not hunt. It wouldn't set up Pray to not feast and harvest. It would have set up plants to do what they they're doing. Like this shit has been predetermined. We we're not putting this out there. We're not discovering anything new. The planet knew this before we discovered it. Bro, this we is we crazy. we catching up with the planet, bro. Like they, they the planet Earth knows this, and so like us being like, oh, it's unethical. How the hell are we gonna tell? That? That's like you go to your grandma and telling her that it's unethical for her to have all these grandchildren. Like what the yeah. hell, like. How are you to tell somebody that's older than you what's ethical and what's not when they have more, way more years of wisdom on you? The Earth, we, Earth has seen many things past our lifetimes. Well, and I think we're I, I, think I serve as well. a good judge of character to tell Biden what is or isn't ethical. But no, I, I think the oh, unethical no. part is the part that we eat so much that it's running out, and we have oh, to find yeah. oh, other yeah. ways to right. supplement that. Like that's the no. unethical part. The unethical part oh, is it's that super we have a food shortage because we make too much and we eat too much and now it's running out. You know what I'm saying? We're running the earth dry and it is fighting back. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the unethical part about it. So There's we're coming up with alternative reasons. Right. But if they think that this like natural grown processed cloned food is helping out. Where is this food being made? In factories. What are these? Uh, what are these uh, facilities producing? Chemicals. Where are these chemicals going? To the earth. Polina. What are those chemicals doing? Speeding up these elemental changes that is happening in the earth. There's no way. I live in Arizona, bro. It was hotter than Satan's testicles this oh year, bro. Oh my god, bro! Like, bro. <laughs> so, there was a the, so listen, bro. These, half the country listen, felt like Arizona this year. These fucking. Uh, this shit, this new lab shit, bro. This is grown in quote unquote for in a familiar environment to the pharmaceutical industry. Oh hell no! <laughs> Come on, bro. Hey yo, we made your we made your meat right next let, to the COVID me, vaccine, here, bro. I'll read you the whole. I'll, it's a little bit of a long sentence, but I'll read the whole fucking sentence. Rather meat. Let me start at the very, very beginning. So there's a comment in there, but it's important. The new products are not vegetarian, but rather... See, they put the comment in the wrong place. Idiots. <laughs> meat that has been grown 
in the sort of setting more familiar to the pharmaceutical industry than the food sector. I'm sorry. That doesn't sound good to me. No. See, see, this this this, this gets this gets the part meat right this now. This the part where they're, the they're, they're, they're killing off. Herbal. I don't I don't need my vaccine in the form of a steak, bro, bro. That's what I'm saying. Have you ever noticed? And that's just telling you they just blatantly, obviously told us that they're going to be lacing these foods with different chemicals to control the population. That's what it is. This is a control what? factor. This uh, is a control uh, factor. Uh, uh. Uh, I mean, somebody yeah. hit that tinfoil hat button. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Bro, we I we going down the holes, folks. We going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> somebody, somebody tell Alice we taking that cocaine yeah. rabbit with us. <laughs> no, but the, the, the reason the reason why I say it because medicine <laughs> medicine doesn't help anybody. People always say medicine helps people and it like cures stuff. Medicine just tells your body that you don't feel what your body is telling you that you are supposed to be feeling. That's a painkiller. Yeah, like, but but there's natural herbs and remedies that can fix your body. There's nothing on the there's nothing that the planet doesn't offer that can fix any illness that we have. Any illness. And there's so there's some things that we don't fucked up along the line, and so there's some shit that we just can't come back from. If you come out ugly, we can't make you pretty. Like you can't. <laughs> lot of money, but but hey, still, someone tell the Kardashians that you know what I'm saying. <laughs> But with that being said, if you like, like, bro, like, and I don't mean to bring this up because I know that, like, I ain't trying to get shot up over this. But Doctor CB, bro, was herbalist, bro. He was he was curing AIDS on the spot. He was like, hey, I know I have the I have the cure to AIDS, bro. Stop. Like, no, you there's a they're selling to undisclosed restaurants in Washington D.C. already, and they're yep. selling chicken to fucking at Bar Crin at Bar Srin in San Fran. Cisco? Nah, bro. That man brought up Dr. <laughs> CB. <laughs> bro. They tried bro, to okay, kill they, that man. <laughs> bro, they did. They did. They, they, they he he knew too much, bro. They hands down. <laughs> they, he he was like, I can cure AIDS. They were like, You're capping. A federal federal court called him and was calling him on his bluff. And he's like, I can cure people AIDS. He's like, bring me three people with AIDS. And he was like, I'm gonna give them treatments. Gave them treatments, had them test for AIDS the next time. All three of the individuals, no AIDS, no more. They said, how did you do it? And he told them. He gave them point by point. And that's where he fucked up. He told them how he did it. Because once the government gets that information, they locking that shit up so nobody else finds out what that information is. Because mm. I mean, these, yeah. these yeah. herbalists have the answers. Uh, they sure that cookie and shit. They be, they be doing some weird shit. They be like, stick your toenails in turmeric oil and shit. Like you, but, but like, bro, it's the shit that's honestly saving bugs, bro, around here. Never mind the fact that we have breakthrough drugs that prevent the reproduction of the HIV virus, so that people can literally test negative for HIV. True, true, but it's a it's a drug. I'm not. I, I I'm a firm believer. I don't really like fuck with the medicine and. I really don't believe in hospitals. That's on my own accord, just from the shit that I've seen. I don't. I think that doctors do a good job doctoring sometimes, but I feel like doctors are in the same realm of police. They are still human, and they still fuck up, and they still misdiagnose, and they've gotten to the point where people think that doctors are like royalty, and the 
idea of they know everything and they don't. There's been more and more cases of doctors misdiagnosing people and people dying off of misdiagnosis or having to have limbs cut off due to misdiagnosis because people come in and they say, hey, I think this is what's going on. And they'd be like, nah, bro, take these antibiotics. You'll be good. And next thing you know, yeah, oh, I'm sorry you lost your arm, buddy. You was right about that, though. Like, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. It happens. It happens. That, shit, that shit's fucked up, but it happens. And it's because we have so much faith in these things. And the, the, our government has put these, these professions and positions of power as lawyers, doctors, policemen, in positions of power to where we think that, like, so are you putting your faith in fake-ass meat? Yeah, bro, I wish somebody would try to sell me some freaking <laughs> old folk steaks and shit. They over here selling us barbershop meat, bro. I wish you would try to sell me your Easy Bake Oven meat, bro. I would, mm-hmm. I would run the other way. Nah, hell no, nah, bro. And hey, you want to get some of this faux chop cheese? Nah, bro, get out of here, bro. <laughs> Mm. I think they, it's they safe can't to even say call everybody it fake here is not for anymore, the, bro. The, they gonna start calling. Nah, I'm not eating no fake meat, bro. Well, bro, it's not they, fake. It's just grown in a lab. No, I'm not eating anything that don't that don't come straight off the animal. If my shit didn't move, oink or cluck, I don't want it, bro. <laughs> what bro, about? <laughs> they're not gonna even be able to call it Philly cheesesteak. They're gonna be like, "Hey, you want some of these really real steaks?" That's so weird. Cause when nature makes new species that are not that are different from the original it's not an issue but like when humans make something different out of nature then we're skeptical i mean and don't get me wrong i don't agree with this but i'm just saying philosophically here like it's not that much different you know what i'm saying it is no just it it grows in a bioreactor which is essentially what a uh, any organism is it's a bioreactor, it's, but sure, if you want to say it's not really that different, okay, go I mean, argue that with Mother Nature, I guess. I don't know how many people okay, know cause, that. Because think about it, Mother Nature offers us a new species, it's due to the evolution of things, it's because the planet is evolving and it needs to meet new conditions and the environment and the vessels that it needs to get take care of the things that it needs done. It's creating those requirements for it to be taken care of. We're playing that factor. We're taking that power into our own hands and be like, hey, we're going to give you something you may not need or that you are quite not well, yet ready for. We definitely don't fucking need we're, this shit. We we're, definitely we're don't need this. The process of something that our Earth has not even given us access to or tapped into. We are so intellectual as creatures and beings that it is a harmful thing to us to be this educated. Okay, well, what if the factory meat it has certain things in its genetic code that the meat resists chronic waste and disease and it reduces bacteria buildup so it increases the shelf life of the meat? Like, you don't think these are all positive things for for us as human beings? Like, we, we talk about how much the printing press has changed our life because in the internet because it moves information along faster. To human beings, we don't think we could do the same things with what goes in our body. What, what think about, think body? about it. Think about this: when you build, when you build roads by hand, brick by brick, and you're doing the hard work to put the hard work into it, it lasts longer. It's beneficial. It has purpose. 
if you have this machine built, these roads, these roads are cracking, right? They need repairs. Something's happening because it's not getting done the correct way. We are getting our energy. The plants provide energy from the sun. Our animals in which we feast on eat the plants. We eat the animals. It's a natural movement of energy funneled back and forth. And when we die, we give the energy back to the plants, so on and so forth. That energy is in a certain state of flux. When you are like mass producing these things, there's going to be some drop off of like, it, it, no matter how many vitamins you add into it, protein count and stuff like that, you're still taken away from the natural benefit and order of the way things are supposed to go. And so now that we're doing this, you don't think this is, you're going to get some wonky looking humans? Bro, I'm telling you what this fake means. You're going to keep walking around with like dead 10 aliens, bro. Bro, hey, just think about it. I feel you though. I feel, I mean. Think- People's diet <laughs> over time do change their genetic makeup. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and, and your structure. So this, okay. this false meat, this false like even even this beyond meat, it's causing like people are going to start working different. People are going to start building different, bro. We watched Wally, bro. He was like, no way, America and stuff like that. That that could happen to us. Everybody gonna be fat and motor chairs and stuff like that, bro. Forty percent of the adult population is obese in America. Forty percent. This shit did not look like this thirty years ago, bro. And I'm saying this as a fat dude, bro. I understand this wholeheartedly as a person that's trying to lose weight. It is difficult in this. It is difficult in this country because everything that is advertised to us is done to down to the psychological level. Yeah, everything um, good for like, you is expensive, and everything horrible for you is affordable. Which is exactly, the exact but it's not that. The color red, um, it, it 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 affects an emotion of like desire and lust. So if you ever mm. see all the all the places that offer fast food, McDonald's has red in it, Burger King has red in it, a Wendy's has red in it. It's for a reason. The the, the logos that they have and things that picked up, you have a certain feeling. That is attached by seeing those colors, seeing those shapes, seeing certain things. There's certain social cues and triggers that are psychologically sent to you that you don't know that you respond to, but they know because they studied humans. We study each other. We the fact that people think that we don't have more information about us than we do is crazy. They market to us in a way that we know that we're gonna fall into subconsciously. They're they're hitting the subconscious market, not the conscious market. And that's that's where we're getting messed up at is because it's like, hey, I can go eat. I can go there and I can buy fucking balls of lettuce, bro. I can give me six heads of lettuce for 10, 11 bucks, bro. But I can also go to Burger King and give me a Whopper Mill with a drink for 11 bucks. Which one sounds better? It's going to taste better. It's going to feel more nourishing at the point. The Whopper combo? But what's going to offer me, like, you know, empty calories, not going to really do much. Fill me up. I'll be eating like a freaking animal, but I'll be, it'll be affordable. Yeah. It'll be long, long lasting. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I got the skinny for you. The, um, on the meat, when you see it on the shelves, it will be supposed to keyword supposed to, because we all know. 
everybody in food and bev follows all the regulations that they're supposed to oh yeah most definitely all the time um so the two companies are upside foods and good meat and when you see their products on the shelves if it's made with this meat that's grown in a lab again from real quote unquote real animal cells it will it, sh- it is supposed to have a label on it marked cell cultivated no, fuck that, dude. They're gonna be selling <laughs> cells cultivated. Yes. What does that mean? That was in USA Today, verified out of the Associated Press. The only, the only thing that I can see this benefiting, bro, yeah. is that ox cells are gonna be cheaper and rare. Cell cultivated means they cultivate it from cells that they scrape from a fucking living animal. Cell cultivated. Oh, cell cultivated. Yo, bro. Mm-hmm. And this is my so thing as 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 just like things, you would grow a baby in a test tube. And this is the the thing in all things as it becomes more skewed, it becomes more like more it just it screams of like fucking to di- apocalyptic to... future, bro. Yeah, it screams of an apocalyptic future. Like, like, y'all remember like how crazy you, it was in the pandemic say, when Tyson's chicken factories in the Midwest closed down, right? And motherfuckers was fighting over fucking fried chicken fingers. Like, oh, man. Things used Bad. to say no sugar. Things used to say, you know, organic. Now it says GMO or non-GMO. Or let's talk about how, like, when something says, um, like, when something says keto or vegetarian friendly like it could still have something that goes against that as long as it's not mm-hmm. within a certain percentage parameters right bro, right certain, yeah well, like your your water your drinking water is safe but it has lead within safe parameters right or or the fact okay. that like unless you live in flint michigan take a certain can contain a certain amount of rat or insect feces mm-hmm. in it as long as it's under a certain percentage, mm-hmm. it's like because those uh, are those are clauses that they can't deny. And it's like so. The lesson is again back to what I've been saying since the last podcast, and for for freaking ever, you have to be your own educated protector and guardian. You can't be relying on police for self protection. You can't be relying on institutions to do the right things because we all know. Examples and times when the powers that be violate their own creeds, they violate the things that they're supposed to be upholding, and they let crazy shit slide through. I promise you, in 10 years when cell-cultivated food is all over the motherfucking place, there will be a fucking lawsuit about some shit that was not as advertised, it was something entirely different, or there was going to be some cross-contamination from something else in the lab that made everybody sick and etc 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 there will it will come about it's ridiculous like it's inevitable so just fucking educate yourselves and be smart about it and if you're gonna eat cell cultivated food i'm sorry but there won't be anything at my table served that way no i ain't gonna find that shit in my gumbo (laughs) 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 definitely not in mine God damn, bro, that's crazy. I can't, I can't conceptualize eating that shit. So fucking grow meat. 
I bet Bill Gates owns all that farmland they're going to be putting them factories on, too. Mm-hmm. I, I promise he does. I promise you that's what most of that farmland is going to get used for. That's nuts. I can't. I don't even know where to take that one after that. That's crazy. What's next? Good I, lord. Starfield. It, <laughs> Starfield. What happened with Starfield? What was the, the whole thing? Oh, Starfield. I, I thought you said Garfield, like no, the catcher. Not the oh. cat. No, we not. So, okay. Moving on to, uh, I guess, the Starfield game drama. For those of you out there who play Starfield. Um, it's been religiously I play Star religiously. So it's being accused by some people who are very upset um, of going woke because like one of the first questions it asks you in character creation is like your preferred pronouns. Oh, which like to me okay. in a space you know in what? the future. I'm hang glad. On. I'm so let glad. Me, let me give my okay. take on it first. Wait, wait, I don't have, hold on, I don't hold have on. a a stake in this race because I don't play the game, but it it's general like sci-fi concept, right? Like in a futuristic world where you're traveling through space and you can play as multiple different species or things like that. It makes sense to me that you may be in a different society where the lexicon has evolved or the the English or the whatever language is predominant at the time has changed and so you would have a range of different pronouns to use in terms of like what you're referring to in that individual as their primary identifier, right? Not just the standard pronouns that we actually live in today in the real world. Sorry, this is probably going to get us in trouble. <laughs> of he, him, and she, her. Okay? It's not, nope. Look, like, let me be perfectly, the pronouns. Let me be perfectly clear on this to all my people out there I do not have a problem with you know the LGBTQIA plus community at all I, let me let me be perfectly clear on that I get down with right? the alphabet mafia I, I I don't got any problems with that what I, but but we have to we have to draw a line in certain things and if and if we all don't want to be a part of drawing that line that's perfectly okay that's the whole point is like if i'm over here and i want a line to be drawn in the sand but you want to be over there that's perfectly fine let's not go at war with each other about it because at the end of the day we don't have any problems with each other i just don't want to agree to the same things that we agree that you know that you want to agree to like your opinion is not mine. We all have our opinions that like that that's our opinion and we're okay for that. Like this is not it's not bad that we all have our own opinions. No one hates you. No one wants any anybody to die. No one wants to prevent anything from happening. All I want is I don't want to have to do something. Like I don't like I think if you've listened to us over the course of this podcast we've been doing, we don't like to be told that we have to do anything with our guns, with our children, with our marriages, with anything. We'll, nothing like that. This is no different than that. So, Nobody yeah. likes conforming. Right. We don't, we don't want to conform to what you want us to do. Like, And I think people who are truly down, like if you truly feel like you're different than everybody else, 
you would understand that you don't like people telling you you need to conform to do something. Right. So, that, boom. Ooh, Bomb drop. Beautiful. So, don't come out. Not even all. All snap. Let that simmer for a little bit. Let that cook. Say it again, please. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. People out there gospel, who feel bro. like they have been cut out by the rest of society because they didn't conform would understand that we don't want to conform. Okay? Alright? To what you want. Facts. Okay? We want the same thing that you want in a different capacity. Exactly. Yeah. Alright. Alright, so Starfield has been catching a lot of flack for that and for in-character creation being much more flexible in terms of how you can design your character to present, right? So you can have a very, like, traditional male, masculine, bulky, muscular uh, archetype for your character body, but then still have a very high-pitched, effeminate voice, right? Or vice versa. And so people have been really upset, calling it woke and shit, and saying, you know, all kinds of things. Like, they're trying to push the agenda on kids, and this and that and the third, and this is just another way to get into the culture, and to to try and get into the minds of young people and shit. So I was curious, Nimbus, since you actually played the shit out of this game, if you felt like there was any, like, over-the-head clobbering with that more of a progressive leaning politic in the game or if you just did you notice anything like that in the game when you were playing it like was it obvious to you or did it go mostly unnoticed if at all oh man i'm so glad that you asked me this question okay we're gonna get into this all right so first of all (laughs) i am so glad i had no knowledge of what the controversy was with the game to begin with um and didn't watch that video or didn't read any articles because I really like that I'm going fresh into this. And that I'm going fresh into this is exactly why I'm going to make the argument that I'm going to make. And I want people to be here with me on this. And if you kind of want to know where I'm at with this, you want to go back to one of the later episodes where we talk about like gender and sexuality and stuff like that. We did a whole episode on that, which is why we're not going to go in... Which is why when I said what I said earlier, you understand. We we don't We should do another episode you. on that though. Yeah, we, we should revisit our topics in that episode. I def- I definitely feel you on that. We definitely should. Okay. So here here's my thing. So when the game came out, my boy votes, who shout out to him, you texted me while I was doing the podcast, told me you just wanted to play Starfield, but you was out with the family. Shout out to you. Uh I totally feel you there, bro. Um we were playing together and we were in, we were sitting here in discord and discord called together playing the game. And he was like, yo, when you create your character, bro, just when you see it, you'll see it. And I was like, what do you mean? When you see, it, you'll see it. He's like, when you see it, you'll see it. So <laughs> I was creating the character. I was going along. And mm-hmm. then the name section comes up where you choose your name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's what he was talking about. Because you could choose, like, you know, saying your your pronouns, whatever, and stuff like that. And um, I think there's a couple of things in how I explain that. And I'm going to get to that, which is uh, I went through my whole character creation thinking all these things are okay. Like, 
it's okay that if you want to create a woman character like looking character with a man like there's been a bunch of video games before this that's you've been able to do that i don't see what the problem is i don't see what the problem is that um you are that you are able to create the character that you want to live in this fantasy world in the first place for anybody out there that has a problem that somebody can put their pronoun as whatever or have a male body with a female voice like first of all you got to understand that you are not an explorer of interstellar galaxy and you're playing a fictional game to believe it so you're kind of a hypocrite for telling people that they're creating a fictional thing that you know they shouldn't be living out that is not conforming to something like Come on, bro. You're sitting at home playing video games like you're escaping life. So, I don't know. It's just a couple things I'm just, people are kind of hypocritical about. And I say that to say, like, of course a lot of kids are going to play this game. But I just personally feel like when you go out there to create a character that you want to envision and you want to see yourself playing in a video game... You're going to play, you're going to put the character that you want to create. Like, I want to create a black male that has dreads in his hair and is muscular and is smart, but is also tech, you know, tactical and whatever. Like, are there options for me as a male character to flirt with another male character in conversation? Yeah, there is. But when I see it, I'm like, I'm a dude. I don't want to flirt with another dude during conversation. So I don't do it. Big freaking deal, bro. Like, and this is my thing. If the mm -hmm. kid is being influenced, if you feel like your kid is being influenced by the game to make a certain decision that you don't agree with, as a parent, you have to ask yourself a couple different questions. One, have I raised my kid in a certain way where this game is acceptable for them to play? Because are they going to make the decisions that I agree with? And even that is up for discussion because do you want your kid to make their own decisions? Or do you want your kids to make decisions you want them to make? And that's a whole different conversation. Um, yep. And then you have to ask yourself... <clears throat> Like, have I actually had conversation with my kids so that if they make decisions, like, in a video game, like, like, am I giving my kids the necessary tools and resources to, like, approach this situation in a way where they're making decisions that are healthy? You know what I'm saying? So, like, when the options come up on the screen for dialogue... Like, as a male character, you're talking to another male character, they say something, there's an option, right, that comes up there, and it's labeled as flirt, because whatever thing you're going to do is going to sound flirtatious to the character, the in-game code is going to tell you, oh, this character's trying to flirt with this character, and then the NPC can choose how they're going to react to whatever you're flirting with. Now, what you have to ask yourself as a parent is, the age my child is at, do they understand what flirting is? Do they understand the impact that it is? Do they understand what they're engaging in during the game? Do they understand that? If you, if you, if you don't think that your child should be playing a game where they can have a romantic relationship with another character in the game, then your child probably shouldn't be playing that game in the first place. 
So the fact that people are up in arms because they feel like kids can be influenced by this, maybe you probably shouldn't be letting your kids play this game. Like, there's a game out there called No Man's Sky where you can do the exact same thing and there's no romantic relationships whatsoever. Let Go let them play that. It's on think, Game Pass the same way. Go do that. I think that's majorly political. Um, <laughs> I think that the only altercation that people are having with this is a lot of gamers that are experiencing this are seasoned gamers. A lot of gamers that are playing Starfield are old school, you know, Galaga players, old school, you know, Star Fox players and stuff like that. They get to see and vision and do things that they wanted to do back then. And they're used to, we used to only have the option of, you know, uh, male and female pronouns and stuff like that. At times we didn't have female, you know, it was only dudes, you know, yeah, uh, like, like Doom mm-hmm. back in the day, old school Doom. You only got one character, one dude, one voice. You didn't get no extra, no this, that, and the other. And, um, I remember back in the day, I used to ask my homie, like when we used to play RuneScape, why he always used to choose a female character. He was like, I live my everyday life being a dude, bro. Why can't I be a chick in a video game? That's and I was dope. like, bro, that's fresh. Hey, that, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I was like, that shit made sense to me, bro. I yeah. was like, yeah, like, bro, like, you're absolutely right. And he was like, sometimes I do shit for the lols, bro. Like, you know, it's funny to see, like, like One Piece, one of the funniest characters is Pika, this big ass, burly dude. Um, and he got like a little, like, squeaky girl voice. That shit is funny as hell. They just sit there and dog that dude the whole series. But, you know, and it gives people. To me, that just seems like another form of creativity, and I feel like the way that people are taking it and describing it is as if it's, like, slanderous or, like, it's being all-inclusive or, like, this woke agenda. It's like, this is a game where, like, shit, I want to be an alien. Like, I want to be something else like that. Like, you know, you you, you can be... It's fantasy-based, you know? Like, it's this is a imagination-based. Like, you know, why not? Like, I get if this was, like, the army, like, an army game, like, Call of Duty or something, and then, like, it started putting this stuff in there, people having controversy, like, about it, like, but then again, like, even then, bro, I mean, like, that shit in our real military already, so. Yeah, I mean, it's just wild. Yeah, I, I mean, you bring up a good point. Not everything is about gender and sexual orientation, right? Like, it, not everything is political. Yeah. Like, Maybe I just want, like you said, a character with that subverts expectations. That's big and burly, but has a squeaky voice. Oh, that shit may just make for some good content on the YouTube channel. Like, not everything you, is about that. You know what I'm saying? Not everything is about that. Um, I'm going to lie to you, bro. I made a few white characters, bro, just to see what it felt like. <laughs> what privilege felt <for>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 oh, I'm being... I'm I'm being completely real. That's I'm being funny. completely real. That's that's what gaming is for, bro. <laughs> to get outside yeah. and see a different perspective. Word. Like shit, that might Word. help people get in. Like I'm not saying to push any agendas or anything like that, but I believe in everybody deserves an equal amount of respect until it's not deserved anymore. So exactly. having a game that can help you identify and get over your like situation and be able to respect somebody at base value this game might be helping somebody out that don't know how to talk to people who are like transgender and things like that or anything yeah. like that because they get to like live and be around them in a virtual society they get to understand and res- like the least respected via the game situation you know mm-hmm. yeah. see what it's like test the waters without having those repercussions you you're know. giving people like a simulator to get like adjusted to these real world changes right 
Yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't think it, it's an issue at all. Any decisions they made with the game, um, just, to be, just to be, uh, you know, totally prompt and short about it. But you know, I think this is what we're living in right now. Is kind of like that whole, uh, you know, do you, uh, what is it from fucking Dark Knight Batman where he said, do you, you know do something as the hero live long enough to see yourself become the villain it's like when you've been fighting all your life for something and you you've like either die a hero or or live live long long enough enough to see yourself yourself become become the villain right monster exactly so yeah i think i think it's like these communities like and you know, especially with like black people too, we suffer this in our community as well, which is like we've been fighting for something we deserve for so long. Like the LGBTQIA plus community have been fighting for what they deserve for so long that like we that like you tend to go to the extreme with it where it's like, all right, now it's becoming a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I say, mm-hmm. you know, we don't at all have any problem, but when it's to get to a certain point, it's like, all right, and you think I'm, like, you may think I'm against you, but I'm not, because I look at black people the same way. Like, there's some black nationalists where, like, is my brother, you are pushing it way too far. They start talking yeah. about violence in order to get what we want. Like, like I'm all for, by any means necessary, Malcolm X, we open, carry, and defend our... But then, you know, black nationalists are like, yeah, we can go out and kill some white people. No, no, we not. We who? <laughs> who's, who <laughs> what brother um, am I of you? You start doing that. You go do that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Because then that's coming from a place where you are now doing the exact same thing that you are have been, you know, that you said you wanted to fight against, right? So you're like, becoming the same people that exactly. you hate. Exactly. And that that's the part that that it's it start when it starts to go down that road, then I'm like, yeah. But nah, this is not one of those situations like you just want like a situation where you give everybody their options and they're free to choose. Yeah, that's not that's not a problem. To me. At the end of the day, this is a video game which people have the decision to buy. They have the yeah. choice to purchase this. They have the choice to go out and do this. Now, keep in mind, if this shit was like, oh, school authorized in Indiana decided that Starfield is going to be an educational game in which they used to like promote, the- that's a different agenda, yeah, bro. Like if it's highlighted, <laughs> if it's specifically highlighted that part and advertised, then yeah. yeah, that's an issue. Like we're talking about how when Horizon, um, not Horizon, how when, uh, what the fuck is that legend's name in Apex? When when she came or they came oh, out, you're talking you know, about the the void one, the yeah, the, the one that uses the um feral fluid, the black, yeah, the, the, the white, the white, you know, I didn't even have an issue. <laughs> when the trans <laughs> yeah. character came to Apex, the trans cat, the openly trans character, when like yeah. in lore she was openly trans, and that was the forefront of their marketing campaign. For the video game, the same video game that they know a bunch of kids play, and you're gonna go out there and push that. Like, okay, we know that this exists, but you know the market that you have. You know the oh, rating first and of your foremost, video game. 
Like with that one, Apex is the only one I'm letting get off on the on, on, on this tangent. Mm-hmm. Is because I don't even think there's one straight character in Apex. Everyone's like bisexual <laughs> or or non-binary or something else. There's there, there's not like one straight character in Apex, and if they are straight, it's either Pathfinder or Revenant, and they're yeah. both robots. Yeah, yeah, you make a good point. It's like if they are straight, it's not necessarily expressly stated that they're straight, and they don't have any lore specific relationship that highlights that. But everybody that is another sexuality that doesn't conform to heterosexuality it's put out there and there's a specific lore concept like Valkyrie and Loba are a couple and uh-huh. Bangalore was interested in Loba, but oh. Valkyrie took Loba from her and you know what I'm saying? And they talk Your about has how a husband. Right, is a... Bloodhound is non-binary. Asexual, non-binary. Yeah. So it's like, you know, all this about the characters who are, who don't fit into the, you know, heteronormative <laughs> role. But you know, heterosexual you play legends the shit out of don't them. really know a lot of it. Yeah. People and still play the shit. People out of still play it, but that's shit. my point. I play it because the characters and what they do in the game, that's what I'm doing. I'm not playing Valkyrie because Valkyrie is Loba's girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? That's like I play Loba just because Loba got cheeks. <laughs> like that's that's it. Bruh. <laughs> it, 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 it's a straight fact. So I, if I can play it just because yeah. you got a fat ass, that means like, 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 bro, like it doesn't matter right. what they do, who they are, as as who they, yeah. what their character's lore is, isn't indicative of like the character and how they play. Yeah, you know, like it's it, it's it's not that serious. There's a bunch of League of Legends characters. I just found out that my dude Graves was gay, bro. Don't mean I don't think Graves is a freaking solid ass champion that be dusting mofos in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't just like be like, oh, because now that this character, I don't exists, think I don't Graves like is gay. And then, and then we're gonna in have the a... canon lore. Nah, bro, they just had the LGBT pride icons come come out, bro. It's like Graves and TF together. I think that's more of like fan art lore that they're recognizing, the same way they did it in Arcane with. Vi uh, and Vi and Kate, but I don't think that's canon lore. I don't think Graves is ever. Like a, I don't think like Graves' stories or or legend lore or anything ever have any confirmation or amusement about his sexuality. Even so far as like he does go so far as to say, I think in one story with Misfortune, where they're like robbing her or whatever that. She makes some like subtle joke about him being like a good second mate or whatever, and there's like an allegory to sexual intent or whatever because she's like, "I'd let you run my ship or something," and he's like, "You're not my type of woman" or something like that. But that's about it. There's no, as far as I'm aware, unless they've gone back and edited out the canon lore and updated it. Even so, being that it's like. My character, like, even if I didn't, uh, even if I didn't agree, uh, it, it, with the, with all the terms and stuff like that, with all of it, my favorite character in that fucking game is Vi, bro. Open, regardless of lore, gotta be gay, bro. I'm sorry, like, regardless of arcane and what came out, is a gay character. But am I playing the character? Am I upset that my character is gay? No, I openly take it, bro. 
I, I, I'd be like, shit, I'm playing Vibe because I, I'm manifesting bad bitches, bro. Gentlemen, like you I heard it here. Big Bear Reds open and taking it. <laughs> yeah, bro, like, like it, it's a comfortability thing for me, yeah, bro. It's he like, missed it. He missed it. He missed it. Yeah, he did. I completely did. What, what did you say? <laughs> I said, you heard it here first, gentlemen. I said, Big Bear Reds open and taking it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hey, bro, I'm comfortable with my sexuality, bro. You can say uh, whatever you want about me. Um, oh, God. But no, I, 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 I'm going to hell. It's okay. Bro, aren't we all? <laughs> you uh, were saying. Uh, but I was just saying that like, it, 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 it shouldn't matter what the character's sexuality is or where they come from or how they are. Um, that doesn't change the gameplay of the game. Like, If they were like forcing you to... Like, like sex simulators and stuff in the game and stuff like that and like okay yeah you're that, that's that's pushing the limit but none of these games are like yo like it's making anything like crazy unless you watch like their cinematics but at the end of the day their cinematics you again have a choice right to watch I'm, that i'm gonna go as so, far, i'm gonna go as far as to say i do care what character sex like sexual orientation is in a video game as long as I find out organically, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the same thing in like real life, right? It's like when I meet somebody, I'm not saying what's their pronouns or what their sexual orientation is. But if like I find out I organically because that person self-identifies, then that's what I that's what I want. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's 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 what happens. And my thing is, you don't have that same relationship. Like, children don't have that same relationship in school, right? Because they don't even know what relationships are like. So that relationship thing, that sexual orientation, gender conversation, normally will only happen between adults because we care what each other is. So those are the same parameters that I kind of would like for my video games, you know what I'm saying? If it's a video game where I create a character, I have no problems that everything's on the table. I have no problems that all the options are open open and available to everyone because life is the same way. Options are open and available to everyone. But then if you have a video game where these characters have a certain thing, I will love to figure that out organically. Like have a lore page outside of the game. I'm just making things here. A lore page outside of the game that explains that and if i want that i ask where can i find it you can find it here i go find it boom that's cool truth like, be told because okay i'm not gonna lie this brings up a situation you saying that brings up a situation that kind of pressed me a little bit i don't know if you guys watch netflix uh adaptation of voltron mm-hmm. i've seen um, it. Watch it. Mm-hmm. It, it it to me is quite frankly a masterpiece um, and the only thing that I disagreed with is that the whole time, it just felt like they kind of like, you know, this blindsided you. The, the captain of the team and like the fifth season, there's like six seasons or something like that. And the fifth season of the show was like, uh, we find out that the OG captain of Ultron is gay. They don't allude to it. They don't let you know anything about it. They don't say anything about it. You just find out later on, after they saved the galaxy a plethora of times and went through all these hardships and shit, that this person is gay. Again, their sexualities don't matter. 
um, in this situation. But it's like, you could have said that before, and I would have had the same respect I had for the dude. He would have still been one of my favorite characters. But it felt like you had to, like, prove that this dude was a dope dude and then say he was gay. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, the whole thing that they do with black people, oh, we're just going to, like, hire you because we have to so that our company looks good. Like, I right, feel you like, don't want uh, you I don't want like, to em- engage or embrace yeah. like tokenism. You, but right. somebody's sexuality or orientation or preferred pronouns, right? And that is not what grammatically affects I'm a, I'm a who y'all. is or who isn't good to have in your circle, right? I'm gonna tell y'all. It's wait, the hold quality on, of the character. Gambler, gambler, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. All you companies that don't like the LGBTQIA plus community, but y'all include it just because you have to, because you, you got to hit your demographic, y'all are shitheads. I'm going to tell you oh, right yeah. now. Y'all are some shitheads for that. Because that definitely happens. You definitely have a lot of these CEOs who run these companies that approve these marketing plans for these people to include these people in their management or in their marketing materials. But at home, y'all really don't support it. And that's that's crazy to me. Or like y'all, pu- no, 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 at home, well, let's not cross that threshold. But in public, mm. you speak out against it. But your company is doing something different. You you signing off on that and you, you going out here in public and you saying, oh, I don't support it. But then you letting the company include it just because you have to because you know it fits that dem- demographic. You are an asshole. Y'all are assholes. I don't like that. Because y'all do the same thing with black people. Y'all don't like black people. And then you include black people in all these marketing stuff because it's going to fit that demographic. But you secretly don't like black people or you outwardly speak out against black people. That shit rubs me the wrong way, bro. The wrong way. That That's crazy to me. Mm. My bad. I just had to get that, I just had to get that out. <laughs> now you good. I said my part. We'll, we'll see if they can hear it in the playback. <laughs> but um, so you don't. But you don't think it was very heavy-handed or anything like that when you played when you initially started the playthrough and played in. You didn't notice it like being an overwhelming politicking game. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm. Well then, to each their own, right? I mean, if you didn't, I mean. If you didn't notice it, it can't be that bad then. I mean, because you're it's very not that aware I, of that. It's not that, that, that I leaning. didn't notice it. It's that it don't uh, like I don't hate people for what they want to do. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Is that there's a whole there's a whole campaign. I'm saying you would still notice it even if plus community and their allies. But you would still notice it, uh-huh. Nimbus. Like you would still notice it being the person you are right mm-hmm. you notice it if it was being shoved down your throat yeah no it's not right it's like not. you said there's either there's an organic way to do it and there's a non-organic way to go about things and if they were going about it non-organically you would have noticed that's why i was asking it yeah yeah, yeah yeah all right yeah okay yeah like everybody mm-hmm. out there let people do what they want to do stop messing with people's life and who they are and who they want to be, man. That's just messed up. Speaking of fucking with motherfuckers' lives, let's get back to talking about motherfuckers fucking with people's rights, goddammit. We got this crazy ass... Mm. 
tactfulness, politeness. These are lessons my mother taught me. Let's talk about this crazy governor out here in New Mexico, bro. She oh, done God. lost her damn mind. She suspended the right to open and conceal carry in New Mexico over the weekend. And she he was interviewed about it. He said he understands that she's not allowed to suspend the Second Amendment. She doesn't believe that she has that authority to do so, except under one circumstance, which is in case of a public emergency, which she then elaborated on being the reason why she declared a public health emergency. The emergency health emergency she declared was that gun violence was a public health emergency, which is what allowed her to suspend the Second Amendment rights of everybody uh, to create what she called a cooling off period while she and the proper authorities got a handle on the violence spike that they were seeing, which has been spiking for some time. Uh, so it wasn't like she didn't know about it or that crime hasn't been going up in the last couple of years. And this is like some new phenomenon. Okay. This crazy bitch literally suspended everybody's second amendment rights. And when she was like, well, we're going to see who ha if I have the authority to do that or not. Guess what? You don't. She's crazy. Can you guess what the attorney general and the sheriff's office said? What? That she violated the second amendment? You got damn right. They was like, there's no way that we're going to enforce this. They were like, hey, you can't do it. So we we have no way to enforce unconstitutional law. But B, we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna. We don't have the police force to do it, and we don't have the jurisdiction to do it. To walk up to armed citizens who are legally law abiding and exercising their amendment rights and tell them to stop doing so. He was like, the sheriff was like, that is ridiculous, and it puts our sheriffs in grave danger. And I'm not gonna do that to my people. And the AG was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to prosecute anybody that they arrest on these charges at all. It was ridiculous. But it gives credence to what many pro-2A uh, advocates and organizers and vocal proponents of the 2A have been saying for years and that people are the gun control I would say politicians are coming for the guns, right? Is And they would point to this ca case scenario and go, look, the government tried it. They tried it for quote-unquote good reasons, supposedly, and they tried to fabricate a jurisdictional claim to do so, which didn't hold up, but they still tried it, right? And it just drives, it gets under my craw, it drives me crazy. Like, I don't understand how people can sit there and pretend like Second Amendment rights are an option or that they should be. I mean, that they should be limited, right? Because, like, the I'm principle reading, is reading that, a, like, you're I'm going reading. to un. is that you're going to disarm the law abiding citizens in this context that, that she passed, right? Like, the criminals are still going to carry those guns, whether she passed this. this which ban is, or not, which is right? The sentiment she which said. is she the said problem. That criminals are not going to follow. The, the right, system. so why are you banning law-abiding citizens from being you, able to defend themselves? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. Um, 
we often we say with all these um these situations here in America like okay if if gun violence is what is going on like why don't we just ban the guns and when we take away people's guns well i believe this is a social experiment that she's doing where she's actually taking away the guns and we're figuring out across America that even though a lot of people say this is what we should do we don't actually want to do it and we, we we have shown ourselves that it's a very small but loud voice that's been telling people to take away people's guns and that a lot of people actually really don't want that to happen you know what i'm saying and and i say this because there's a lot there's a lot of headlines about this being a play for a vice presidential position um for the presidential campaign mm. is what this stunt was pulled for and it would make a lot of sense for her to say all right well i i i i did it y'all said take away the guns and that's what i did i did that i tried to do that you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people can be like, oh, she tried and no one supported. And a lot of people can yeah. be like, she tried and look, they don't. we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? That's how mm-hmm. I look at it. I oh, that was stupid, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, we made a mistake. Okay, okay. Somebody tried it. We did it. <laughs> we, we, we learned by our errors. We the fuck on. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Hey, that's, that's, that's an excellent point. Yeah. I just put it out there. It's like, she may have meant it, in a positive way, but it got the reciprocation of it wasn't positive. And she, in return, it still had a good side effect. It showed that, yo, if something, I think that they're just testing the water on the people to see how far they can get. Because if they would have accepted it in this one state, that shit's going everywhere, bro. Now, do you think she should be removed from office for this? Removed from office? It's an amendment yeah. that she just tried to overturn. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you, just you can guess where the fuck I come down on this line. I think right. she should be removed from office and arrested for this. I mean, she, I don't think that she should be arrested. Should have introduced or tried to get an amendment to the Constitution that struck out the Second Amendment. That would have been the right way to go about it. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think. I think if you don't follow the law as it's written, then there should be some consequences. I do. I do think so. I think as a politician, you you know fair well that you fall under the scrutiny of being judged by the letter of the law. And the letter of the law says if you violate somebody's rights, then there will be severe consequences. So, you know, that's what happened. So I'm, I'm with you there. You know, whatever they deems necessary for this is good. Especially if you represent the people, right? And the people elect you, and then you violate the people's rights. You should not be <laughs> representing. You should not be mm-hmm. a representative for the people anymore. Because then then I know you're not going to do what I elected you to do. You're not going to, you know, go off the platform of the majority. Like, as an elected official... And as appointed official, you are not doing what you said you were going to do. Because if the majority of people elected you and know what your platform is, and the majority of the people had a problem with what you did, then, you know, you, you got you got it there. You went against what you said you was going to do. 
Now, this would be different if you were in a state where everybody don't want their guns. Then there wouldn't be no issue. Then we would have to... Then this would be a totally different story. This would be a story about a political hero who did what everybody was asking them to do and is standing up against the federal government. That would have worked a totally different way. That That would have been... For people who thought their Second Amendment rights were about to be taken away, that probably would have been something scary. Loretta, you don't think she should go to jail? You don't think elected officials who violate the Constitution should be jailed? You're giving me me the slippery slope argument. Like, like if we don't don't prosecute her, then that makes it so that other people can do the exact same thing, and then what's not First to say and foremost, that someone who actually her, being malicious what about come through? Everybody else has done other things. Yeah, yeah. That in the same type of realm. What if it's not just the Second Amendment? What if it's the Third, Fourth, and Fifth? And they try to overturn things like that. That's and, my point. Like, and, and what about the people who have tried that and then didn't get cut off? It's like if we cut off. If we cut the head off of one state, like two of them grow back. Like, you know, like it's like So you're saying because we haven't prosecuted criminals in the past, we shouldn't prosecute them in the present or future. No, I think what he's saying is is that we should because if you know you don't, it'd just be a situation where, you know, people come back and do worse things. You know, is that exactly what I was saying? Which is like, if you don't, like. I hear what you're saying. If you don't prosecute her, it sets a bad precedent for people to, and elected officers to willfully use executive action to violate constitutional rights. That's why I think she should be removed from office and prosecuted. So, one thing is, on paper, Gamby, I agree with you. I fuck with it. I'm like, hell yeah. You don't follow the rules, get the necessary action. That goes with along with not following that rule. You don't follow I agree the rules, with that. You get kicked in the jewels, my guy. Like, you know. <laughs> but, but on that same accord, the country that we live in and the status that we are in, we are in the realm of having to choose the evil that we know versus the evil that we don't know. And so it's like, hey, she tried it, you know, get her out. If we, we get her out, we get somebody new back in. How are we gonna know if they're not gonna pull some say the same shit or some worse shit? That's no reason to let somebody remain in power though, who is criminal, right? This old this argument of picking the devil that you do know is a bullshit argument. It's still a poison that you're allowing to be in your system. It is still not okay. The, that the, that statement in and of itself is not a justification to choose the devil you know because that one's gonna just slowly poison you over time. That statement is to say you always choose the devil you don't know and get rid of the one you do know because that means you've solved one problem and now you are free of the resources it was taking from you to deal with that devil to address the new one, right? And there will always be a new thing to overcome. There will always be a new headache, a new devil to deal with. You get rid of the one that you do know the best way you know how and then you move on to the next one you don't just keep the bad devil in power because you that's the one you know you don't choose the lesser of two evils just because it's easier it's true 
Like, well, I think I think, should, I think I she think, should be removed, prosecuted, and she should not be allowed to serve public office ever again. And she should be given a thousand hours community service working at a Second Amendment nonprofit. I think we should approach this with the same argument that you had for Snowden, which is. Okay. For those who are listening now, didn't listen to that, lay out that argument. Which is, I was saying that that they made such an example of Edward Snowden in that case because he released information that may have had operatives' names in it who they had their covers, their identities blown. And that was... That like was a national security and i feel like that gave precedence for them to treat him so harshly and then you rebuttaled with saying that they found out that there were no deaths as a result of him releasing that information and leaking that information so i would say if there was no incidents of the police detaining anyone as a result of her putting a ban on carrying weapons for that period of time and if the police in that state or in that city or whatever if they detained anyone gave anyone a citation or anything then i think she should be if they actually violated people's rights then yes but if no rights were violated, like if the cops were like, nah, man, like I'm not doing that, I know it's wrong, then it's like, that's it, that I would give that case its time in court to be argued. I'm not going to say she should or she shouldn't. What I'm saying is you should give it its time in court to be argued whether or not she should or shouldn't. So you both, so, but... I have no issues with her having her day in court. She should well, have the, her day in well, court. Well, the difference between people's rights actually being violated and the perception of people's rights being violated is different. Just right, but they were violated just, because well, she signed it into reality. Just because it wasn't enforced does not mean that it was not attempted. Right? Just because you don't murder somebody doesn't mean you don't get charged for attempted murder. Which is why I said I... I'll, I'm going to let the judges do their work on that one. If nobody's rights were actually... <laughs> actively violated let they the were it out. Let they the were it out. if they were actually if they like if people is that the fact that like, like it's not that like it's not like if there some esoteric were, complicated mm-hmm. problem we have the rights enshrined in the constitution federally and in the state of new mexico so you're charging her with putting the fear of god in in people that that they say, oh no, I can't carry no, a lock no. outside of my house. Oh no. No, you're charging her for signing a legal document attempting to violate the Constitution she swore to uphold and protect, which is then also another charge for violating her oath to public office. How many people go against the so the the written contract and make their own social contract that's against law all the time? And individuals who do that law, are subject to those concepts. Yeah, people subjects, are subject to subjects, those laws still. That doesn't make it right. And that doesn't mean, mean that 
it doesn't mean that a public official gets off any more than a private citizen should. If anything, a public official who's sworn to serve the public should be held to a higher standard, as we said earlier. With the police, you know, I mean, which is why I said she should deserve her time. <laughs> I mean, Corey, <laughs> I can't tell you wholeheartedly she should get away with it, but I also can't tell you wholeheartedly yeah, she that should she not. should lock, get locked the fuck up. She no question. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't. I can't. How many times? Um, mm, <laughs> never mind. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna go there. Mm-hmm. Hmm? <laughs> what now? Hey, hey, how many times have you blurred the lines in your sexual relationship with your partner? Which, in some aspects of the law, can be counted as something against the law, but y'all okay. both liked it. But if it was in video in the courtroom, your ass would get locked up. If it's consensual, then it's not in violation of the law. I feel you. <laughs> and despite, despite despite many people's taboo fetishes, and I'm not going to kink shame or fetish shame anywhere, but there is a subcategory of fetishes called CNC, which is consensual, non-consensual, which is a whole basket of worms that I'm not going to get into. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> hey. But it's still, keyword, consensual. And consent is sexy, kids. I feel you. Yeah, that wasn't exactly a good argument. I gotta find a different one. Man. That's because there's no good argument for <laughs> violating the Constitution. <laughs> hey, man. You gonna make me get real Southern on here, motherfucker. <laughs> All my Second Amendment rights, I got. I can't. <laughs> I do the clock. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm paying the death. Oh, I will not stand for this, I said. I will not stand for this. I mean, Arrest this man. Arrest her. Arrest that governor. I definitely feel it's crazy, dude. Like You can't have people in politics and, and public elected offices thinking that they can do this kind of thing, man. This is insane. Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine if somebody just, like, scratched their name on a piece of paper in our state and was like, Sorry, parents no longer have custody of their kids because they don't know how to educate them. So we're remanding custody of your children to the state. And the kids are all, they're still going to live in your house. But you're not going to teach them anything. You're still going to pay for everything. But they're only going to be educated with us. And they're going to be told specifically, don't listen to your parents about anything education related. Only listen to government appointed officials. You'd lose your fucking shit. It wouldn't matter if it if they actually affected your kids or not. If somebody tried to violate your parental rights, you'd be up in arms. True. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that. Okay, no, just no. You argue, you no, 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 no. That, that argument doesn't hold water because nobody was taking away people's guns. They just took away. No, because the sheriffs, the elected sheriffs were smart enough and the elected attorney general were smart enough not to attempt to violate the Constitution. No, what I'm saying is I don't was she just suspended gun carrying. She didn't suspend gun ownership. So you could still have it. You just couldn't carry it the way you normally should be able to. 
Which so, is still a violation of the law because the Supreme Court has ruled that in being able to keep and bear an arm, that is wait, a single right, not wait. a separate right, and that being able to carry it in public is the same as being able to carry it they, in your home. She suspended gun carrying, which she said leave your guns at home. And the federal government did the same thing in 2020 when they said, leave your kids at home. Now, your argument was that what if the government came and took your kids, which was not on the same level as what she did. What she's saying is, leave your kids at home. And we did that. And we were I don't all think okay we should have left the kids at home. I was not okay with it. Oh, okay. I was not okay with that shit at all. Okay, all right. All right. I was well. not okay with that shit at all. Having kids isolated and fucking on school learning has been incredibly detrimental to their development. That's what's and so. and and the quote unquote so called benefit to society that we did that for, which is exactly what in she my said, opinion, does, does was, not outweigh gun, the cost was, of those children's development. There was gun crime and the cost of our society in her that state has cost us. It was gun crime in her state. She wanted a cooling off period. We wanted a cooling off period so that the the pandemic could subside. These are the same thing. It's the same arguments, you know. And it was a shit argument in the pandemic. And it's a shit argument with fucking gun rights. Like restricting a law-abiding citizen from being able to protect themselves in public is not going to prevent the crimes from occurring. As the governor said, the criminals with the guns are still going to carry the guns, and the gun violence is still going to occur. Yeah, and the stupid. The only difference will be whether or not good people will be left unarmed or not to be able to do something about their own protection. That's the only question, and that is essentially what she attempted to do: is to keep good people unarmed and make them easier fucking victims. So you honestly, that's not okay. You honestly don't believe a brief suspension of certain rights can be helpful i do not think the cost of freedom is worth the benefit of the suspension because when you give up that cost of freedom it is Mm -hmm. never temporary when you give that power to the government they don't give it back all right the Patriot Act has been in effect and it has continued to be in effect and it has not been voted down ever any of the times it's come up for I mean, vote. Okay. I mean, to be Anytime clear, you give the government power, clear, it the retains Amendment, it and holds on to it. Well, to be clear, the Second Amendment is put in place in the event that the federal government does try to infringe on our rights. We have something to reference to prove that we are justified in going against them should they infringe what i take that as is maybe a new mexican new mexican governor does infringe on my rights and maybe i do use the second amendment as my backup i just take that as the second amendment doing exactly what it was supposed to do because the second amendment never said that the federal government was like it was never a guarantee that you that you aren't going to get those rights infringed upon it's a guarantee that if someone tries to say you are not justified in 
enforcing your Second Amendment right, that you have legal grand, ground to stand on in the event that the party that oversees is actually upholding to this contract that we formed. It's the same thing, like I say all the time in real estate. You have a listing agreement with somebody. The listing agreement says that they should pay you. If you go and you sell the home to a ready, willing, and able buyer, they are owed to give you a, a fee, like a commission as a real estate agent. Do some people not give commissions to real estate agents? Yes, they do. And you know what you do? You go to court, you have this agreement, and you say, I want my money, and they're obligated to give it to you, or they face, they face action, jail time, all that. So I think this is the same thing, whereas, like, sometimes are people going to get their rights infringed upon? Yes, they are. I don't think the Constitution, like, I don't think these amendments, the Constitution is a guarantee that we will never get them infringed upon. It's just grounds to argue that they should never be infringed upon and when they are that the people against them be punished for it so yes she should go to jail thank i you. just i just argued my way into agreeing with you. <laughs> thank you i rest my case your honor <laughs> no, i just argued my way into agreeing with you Yo, this is the funniest it's thing. It's amazing how we get around to what is correct and just, isn't it? <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. All you have to do is think for yourselves, people. Yo, I'm you not. Just, I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm always right on here. I'm not always right, but you know, every once in a while, I do talk myself into figuring. You know, figuring out I actually do agree with you. Um. <laughs> But that's the problem of, like, always thinking on both sides of the argument. You're like, you never know which one is really right or not, which we talked about the other night, too. It's like, you know. Yeah, but that's that's the good thing about being able to do that is that you can think your way through the problem and identify the morally correct pathway for you and then act on it. And that is what is required of responsible, independent thinking citizens in order to execute your rights safely and effectively and to maintain your independence and individuality as a member of this country, period. So that you're not left waiting in the wings for some hero who's going to show up 10 minutes after the trauma and tragedy is already struck. Boom. Like we said, we don't want dead heroes out here. Yo, that was mind-blowing. <laughs> See? You let me ramble, and I get you there. <laughs> the one-eye rambler. The one-eye hey. rambler. <laughs> Yo, we're in, we're, we need, a, we're we need merch. We need merch. <laughs> we're in the voice chat, and he was like, yeah, I listened, and I saw a gambler just talking, just talking. <laughs> Yo. Dude, they're still trying to figure out if... if bug or gambler's uh discord uh picture has that green light permanently around it if it's uh, disrespectful shots <laughs> <laughs> jesus oh my goodness Mm-mm-mm. we still have not found out We're waiting for the reports but yeah oh. 
Oh, for the, for the green light to figure out if you finished talking. Oh, about man, <laughs> if y'all don't get the fuck out of here, I swear to fucking Christ. Hey. Uh, that was a good one. That they got me good. good Yo, they got me good. You want to talk a little bit about what you do, man? I, I know because in previous podcasts, you know, me and Gamble have talked about some of our interests and what we do, you know, to promote ourselves. So why don't you uh, you promote a little bit about what you do and where you're at? Oh, goodness gracious. Well, I like to say that I'm a variety streamer, but I stream a lot of League of Legends and Valorant. Um, with that being said, uh, I'm just your every everyday Joe, bro, that like just is out here trying to make it. Um, I work in uh, customer service. I help out with like internet and things of that nature, pretty much on the tech side. Um, working on becoming an engineering in this field, an engineer in this field, and helping out with uh, things in that realm. Uh, but yeah, I just I stream every Sunday and Monday. Uh, try to get the word out, try to get people to enjoy things and not take life so seriously because we take it seriously every other day of the week. Everybody deserves a chance to like decompress and get stuff off their chest. Um, and, you know, I'm sponsored by a few people. And with that being said, I'm going to throw them out there because, you know, if you, you know, cranking out and you like, hey, I'm tired of drinking Red Bulls, I'm tired of drinking Monsters, you know, they made me feel jittery and like I'm just on some type of drug, which you kind of are. You should get look into Dubby. Dubby is a jitterless energy blend that just offers you sustainable energy, but doesn't make you feel like you're wired. You know, it kind of just like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, and you're just like, damn, today's going to be a good day. I feel good. It gives you that feeling, that natural, like, you know, people will be like, I got that natural high. It gives you that. It gives you that natural energy to keep going forward. Um, and yeah, you can just use your code, Astro Man Red. Get you 10% off. Get you a couple tubs or whatnot. It's delicious. I recommend the Beach and Peach. It's it's amazing. It tastes like a mango punch. I like mangoes. So I'm, I'm biased. Uh, but with that, um, gosh, what do I do? I feel like I'm basic, man. Um, <laughs> I just stream and I go to work. I feel like I do like the average American thing is just like, you go to work and you have like some type of hobby, whether it be like woodcrafting or leather making. I stream. That's that's my that's my muse. Um, I'm working into getting into like the Switch gaming, you know, playing some Pokemon and things like that. But other than that, um, I just try to stay hip with the times. Try to stay woke. I guess is what people say. Um, really, I'm not trying to be woke. I'm trying to be informed. Uh, so I can formulate my own opinions, formulate my own thoughts. Not riding that wave. Uh, but I also like to be respectful to everybody and to everyone that I meet. So that's pretty much me. That's, that's what I'm about. That's Astro Man Red. Astro. Or Red. Whatever you want to call me. I accept both. Hell yeah, man. And uh, I'm definitely going to get your information and we're going to put it down in the show notes like we do every time. We have some links there for our social. So I'm going to make sure you got something down there for you when people go and they view the show. I appreciate that. No, no problem, man. Anything else y'all want to get to tonight? Any, anything, anything, anything. Um. Oh, 
It depends on how long I'm trying to be talking for. Because I, I got I got one topic that I could talk about for a good like you know two more hours if y'all trying to kick it. Ah. Um, just a quick update for those who were curious who had forgotten about the story. Um, the three men involved in the FBI plot to kidnap Governor Whitmore or Whitmer Whitmore um, mm-hmm. were acquitted today, I believe, of all their charges in the conspiracy. Um, for those of you who don't know, that was basically a radicalization plot that came about almost entirely because of FBI provocation. Um, basically, uh, these this group of guys uh, who did not approve of Whitmore or where she was taking their state, um, I believe that was the state of Michigan, um, I heard about were this. were I heard reported about to the FBI um, by somebody anonymously, and so the FBI started this whole sting operation where they observed and infiltrated this group of guys to see if they were going to plan out this attack. Only the FBI doing what the FBI has been doing since nine eleven and using heavy radicalization tactics to at some points even coerce the men to continue formulating the plot and continue to try and get them to push ahead with the plot to kidnap the governor so that they could catch them in the act and then prosecute them, right? And the auspices is that, oh, well, they're radicals, so if we guide them along safely as the FBI, when they go to commit the crime, we'll be there, we'll be at the ready, and nobody will get hurt, and we'll arrest the the bad the bad actors and get them out of society. But as the court case went on, as the investigation revealed, the evidence revealed in court, literally like the men were trying to like literally walk away from the whole scenario at multiple points. Um, And the FBI literally just kept facilitating it and facilitating it and and pushing it and pushing it on these, on these men. until they were literally like at one point, they had given up, for example, I should say, at one point they had given up on this plot, right? Um, according to the testimony, and they they were at a loss of what to do or how to move forward. So they were just gonna, they were like, ah, this isn't worth it or whatever. It's not gonna work. And so, literally, the FBI brought in a bomb making expert to facilitate teaching them how to make the bombs and how to go about the next steps of the plan. When they literally just could have left alone and potentially the, the guys never would have done any harm to anybody. Right? But the FBI just kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it because they wanted to make the case because they had the man hours in and because the auspices is that, well, if they leave them alone, they let them walk away now, then they'll come back later and they'll do it again later. Right? Um, they were arrested. They went to trial. Um, of course... Everybody else involved in the plot was essentially an FBI agent. It was like 14 different co-conspirators in the effort. Uh, and they were all FBI officials. <laughs> like, every one of them. Um, and so the three men involved were acquitted of all charges. Hmm. Oh, that's, that's yeah. again, the government that. that we're supposed to have faith and trust in, right? <laughs> Yeah, man, that's crazy. So good. 
So nice. I remember hearing about this. I got to look a little bit more into this, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth. And that'll yeah. Be um, for those of you who are curious and want to dig more into it, it was covered very well by uh, a couple of in- more independent news sources. Um, Breaking points did a, has had very good coverage of it and done a very good job following up on it. Um, Rising over at the Hill, which is a DC paper. Um, and digital publication, they have a lot of good coverage on it as well. Um, as far as like having multiple sources that have investigated it and vetted it, um, I would recommend both of those if you're going to be looking for quick synopses and uh, verified breakdowns. That's wild. Mm hmm. It's crazy. Fucking FBI tries to drive a group of people to kidnap a, a yep. political official. Mm-hmm. Remember when I told you when we were talking about uh, last week about BRICS and Saudi Arabia, how I told you they was doing the same thing here in America? You know? Mm-hmm. I told you. Mm-hmm. Doing the same things, just... It's we crazy. Don't, we don't ever get called out for it, because, you know. Yeah, it's... it's... I mean, it is what it is. It's fucking crazy. And these types, these types of things should be called out. And again, government officials who do this type of thing, I think, should be stripped of their power and authority and prosecuted. Because it's this. I mean, it is crazy. It should not be allowed. Well, I talked about in my server. Um. I know it was mentioned in a couple episodes when we did the Six Waves from Sunday where we like recorded our first episode of the podcast again. Um, I told y'all that I was taking my test from our real estate exam and I just wanted to give everybody an update that was listening to the podcast that I passed. I passed the background checks and they um approve my application so all i have to do is take my state test and then i'll be a north carolina licensed real estate agent which i'm excited about um because then he's gonna find me a house hell yeah and then uh (laughs) and then um i've been talking with uh my wife who really she reads a lot of like dark fantasy and smut novels if you don't know about that, it's sex <laughs> novels. Um, erotic but, novels. Well, no, erotic novels and smut is different because erotic novels uh. are just sex, sex, sex. And smut <laughs> novels are like novels that actually have plot and actually have a narrative. But just include sex scenes. Um, so we were talking about doing like... I've got a book for you to read me and her together just doing a podcast about it so i will update y'all if we will actually do that and y'all can tune in because that'll, oh, that'll be a be different fun. side oh that's definitely gonna be fun because i know what we talk about <laughs> me and her talk about it when we talk about it so it would be fun to get the public involved in hearing what those conversations sound like <laughs> um Oh, man, that's too funny. I can just see where that's going. Oh, yeah. I'll be in the audience instigating. (laughs) For sure. For sure. 
Oh, man. Um, small life update for me. I did pass my HVAC certification, so I can tinker with refrigerant without going to jail and without blowing stuff up. Hey, hey that's what's up. Small, big Almost life update. Uh, electrocuted his ass, but you know. <laughs> big life update for your boy. Yeah. I finally paid off all my tickets, bro. I can go get my driver's license back now. Hey, that's hey, what's up. That's what, nice. No longer in the system, baby. There you go. <laughs> Yo, what y'all found out? You probably bumped your credit like 70 points, too. What y'all found out in the state of North Carolina, an expired registration when you're pulled over is a misdemeanor. Because mm-hmm. you know how with a real estate license, you have to have like a background check and everything. I got my background check. I got a misdemeanor, nigga. I'm a criminal. I'm a criminal, y'all. I'm a criminal. Smooth criminal. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> that. that is crazy. Yeah, criminal. Oh, man. Uh, all right, man. Well, hey, it all was right. amazing you being here today with us, Astro. This yeah, Red. Thanks for sticking it out with us. Appreciate it. Hey, I enjoyed this a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. Thank I was at least here for like a little bit. I got stuck. I was like, damn, hold up. Topic after topic. I was like, hold up. <laughs> yeah, man. It was with- Yeah, I think we'll save the topic of uh, toxic elements in your lives and how to handle them for next time. Ooh. <laughs> Get on that one. Uh, yeah, you there. can get in on that one. <laughs> Because I'm about to read the receipts, motherfuckers. Uh oh. Oh about. yeah. This is this is my podcast, Red. I'm I'm dropping all the names. <laughs> all the names. You better bring some popcorn and bring your panties, okay? Because they oh, gonna shit. get twisted. You better you better be ready for it. Because I'm dropping some heat. Let me go and get that beep. Thing so I can put it on a soundboard. Yeah, yeah, but you better get the bleep ready because I ain't fucking censoring myself. This must sound like Jerry Springer in this motherfucking bread. Bleep, 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 bleep. They're just gonna be like, bleep. Alright, y'all. Alright, y'all. Thanks for listening. As always, A Space Podcast on socials, A Space at gmail.com, and we'll have information for Astro in the podcast description for this episode. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Peace out. Peace. We.